Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode number 87 of the After Lodge Podcast, coming to you from a smoke-filled lodge room near you, in the southern hills of Pennsylvania, joined this week by the Jew lawyer, Harlan. Hello. Grand Oompa Loompa himself. The Never, no, that's me, no, you're yeah. just you're just the worshipless producer, Bruce, All right. slash seducer. Take it. Tuner eater extraordinaire. Gentlemen. By the way, guys, he's rolling in it. He just won quite a bit of money from Starkist. It's $25 cash or $50 in tuna. He can eat for a month. One or the other. Whoa. He's taking the tuna option. Now, now what about the taxes on that? I'm not done with with introductions. Okay. Okay. Easy there. We also have Mr. Halfsack from Up the Road joining us. Half I sack. didn't ask. I should have probably asked if you wanted your actual nickname on the that, air. Hey, that's fine. Most people don't really like that. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Do you want people? Mic, yeah. <laughs> you want people? Yeah, know you want people to know you're associated <laughs> with us? That's all right. I ain't got no problem. I got thick skin. Supposedly, Bob's around here somewhere. I haven't really seen him since the Alex Madison leak. I don't know what's happened to him. Thought I saw him out mowing the grass, dude. I'm telling you, that dude's went underground. I don't. I think he had like 15 accounts. I don't know why you maybe. would have 15 accounts, maybe for different fetishes. I haven't seen that dude since that leak happened. Well, he used one of our Lodge email addresses. He come and asked me how I could find the Ashley Madison leak, and I was like, it's on the dark web, and then I saw him with a laptop and like with a blanket over his head. I don't know if he knows that's not the dark web, or <laughs> I don't know. Here's the important thing. If he's not here, can we cuss again? No. I, I don't know. No, no, no. No, we can't. He's writing it down. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, we also have the quiet one in the back that will never speak on microphone, supposedly. Hello. Um, she nodded her head for the, mm-hmm. f- for the record. You let, can't even hear her Let laugh. the record show. We really got to work on these studio audience things yeah, with uh, all of the non-speaking individuals well, like, that are the thing, here. Is like, I don't care if you're in the studio audience, but I need you laughing at the jokes. Otherwise, I feel like I'm bombing. Yeah, and we have to play that stupid laugh track. And when when yeah. Tony when Tony pooped a, pooped the wall in Baltimore, oh, she's on the ground rolling around. You don't hear a sound from her. It's the quietest, like mm-hmm. losing her mind I've ever seen in my life. Oh, everybody else just went out the door to laugh. Oh. 
I mean, I don't know what it is with you grown men who just have all of this bowel trouble. Somebody who only poops once a month wouldn't understand. <laughs> Think of the time I save. If you'd poop your pants? You're no, right. If it's only once a month. <laughs> yeah, I guess. If, if you work a job where you don't get paid to do that. To poop? Yeah. Who gets paid to poop? I do. People who get paid by the hour? Well, I don't get paid by the hour, but, you know. It's... Do you bill me when you're in the bathroom? Because if so, we well, need to have a talk. Well, I was thinking about your if, case while I was in If you're not any kind of hourly, then how are you not getting... Because I get paid the same, regardless. So well, then you're not getting paid to poop. Yeah, I'm at work. You just said you're getting paid the same, regardless. Yeah, but I'm at work. But if you're salary, there's days you're going to be at home and still getting paid if you break it down by the hour. Okay. I thought you were supposed to. I thought you were supposed to get like a graduate degree, so that you don't get paid by the hour. I thought that was the end goal. Yes. Is well, unless you want to go I, into I, the I law. Couldn't tell you. He's, he's, he's I got to explain ask. to you guys how fixed fee contracts work another time. I understood some of those words. Yeah. It's basically you pay a set amount and I take care of things. So then and I'm not paying of, you to poop. I'm paying you to take care of things. Yeah. But I factored the, the, the poop time into the estimate. So you figure, hmm, this is going to be a big job. I'm probably going to poop three times while this job's going on. Yep, yep. Need to add in an extra hour. That's an important metric to take into consideration. They're going to be nice, comfortable ones. I'm going to have a TV installed in my bathroom. Right. I mean, you don't get paid when you're in the back of the mail truck on that, that portable thing you pack around. I've got to come up with everything I'm going to say on the podcast, so I'm lucky enough to, to have that a, time to do it. I'm lucky enough to have a church that's open all the time and a dollar store on my route. And a route short enough that he never. So you guys aren't like the bus drivers in the city, then, who just park their giant bus in the middle of a one-lane road and turn the flashers on and go in somewhere to use the bathroom and then not to use the bathroom, drop off milk. Uh, Yeah. There's one that sounded way dirtier than what it. There's one bus driver in particular, and and I have the bus number because every time I go to that part of downtown. Are you one of those assholes that calls in on him too? You no. call in. He's all wait, wait, hold on. Road. He's on a street downtown. Yes. Hmm. Not not a milk carrier. It's a bus driver. Yeah. Like public transit. I mean, you know we're better than them, right? Just saying. Yeah. I I assume so. Like on the if people, nothing else, your your milk truck isn't going to block up the well, entire no, I'm road. I'm just saying, like on the list of people who who like you know drive vehicles for a living, like bus drivers here, we're here. Actual truck drivers, like marshals, like up here. Mm-hmm. And then the real truck drivers. Like Marshall. Yeah. They're up here. We're here. Marshall comes home every day, though. Mm, that's just because he's got enough seniority where he got to be over the road. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I've been up there. You drove an actual truck? Yeah. Did that for a year and a half. The Big Orange Company. Mm-hmm. Mm. Big Orange Company. Yep. I don't, I don't know. I can't piece that one don't together. Worry about I think it. they're only the biggest one around. You know, yeah. the big orange trucks. Can't <laughs> miss them. They're also the orangest one around. Yeah. Yeah, the whole front front, front to back is all big orange. What about the truckers that are entrusted <laughs> to carry the mail, like the, the mail trucks? Like the ones that... Uh, they're Marshall's level, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're they're local. You, you talking about the local ones that drive from the plants to the stations? Or the I ones see them. They're, they're the full-size trucks. They've got the trailer, and they're heading cross-country plants with the stations. U.S. mail okay. sticker no, on the back. Plants right. to stations gotcha. below Marshall. They're more of a loader and unloader. Like, they drive, like, 20 miles a day. Marshall does. Marshall's the same thing, but a little farther. But he goes farther from just the city. And he doesn't carry milk. It's the same tier. Yeah, those are dedicated. He carries medical supplies. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, those are one-day trucks. See, what I drove was over the road. I mm-hmm. mean, I had my bed with me and, you know, over the road. You pull in those truck stops and make all the illegal arms deals? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a couple of yeah, rockers. Maybe I'll... we can get that question about the cab light being on answered. Yeah, so, like, if you if you sit in a parking lot and turn on your cab light, right, that's, that's a signal to the prostitutes that you're looking, correct? Well, you don't really have to signal them. I mean, you just get out of the truck and they just about attack you. Yeah. I had, I had and I got two uncles who are truck drivers. One of them asked the other ones, "Those lot lizards ever uh, aggravate you knocking on the door all night long?" He's like, "Nah, I just get up and let them out." <laughs> <laughs> they don't like to be called lot lizards anymore. That's corporate company now. Huh. <laughs> That's yeah. nice. So we get this straight. I like it. The women who are getting paid for Sounds sex official. don't like the term lot lizard. <laughs> nope, they like corporate company. I would. Uh, I'll tell you a story. I was down in uh, Alabama at a truck stop and. The ATM was broke, so I had to go across the expressway to another gas station just to get the ATM. When I'm coming back, this lot lizard uh, corporate company stopped me on the on-ramp. A professional lady. Yeah, and this this lady was probably about six foot two or whatnot, and when she started to speak, it, I could tell it wasn't a female. That's no woman, that's no, a man! Yeah, and, uh, yeah, but he stops me on the on-ramp, tries to proposition me, and he's like, dude, you know, just keep walking. I'm, I'm not here for any of that. But You, sir, are a fraud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, you know, I parked in uh, Wildwood, Florida, down there, and, and 2 o'clock in the morning, they're beating on the doors. And, I mean, you know, I just pulled in. I don't, I'm don't. i not I'm not there for that, you know. But, yeah, they like corporate company. Now, if you, what would you say the average, okay, like like a one being uh, not with a stolen piece, a 10 being next-door neighbor good-looking? No, I'm not even going to put a 10 at supermodel level. What would you say your average score of the corporate company available at truck stops around America is? Well, it depends. It really depends on what state you're in. Uh, southern states, you're looking at a six, maybe a seven. Wow. Uh, you get up north, uh, you know, you're down into one category. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, you guys want to rent a truck? <laughs> no. All, Take a all, tour of the southern, is southern pride right there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Confederate flag painted on the on the trailer from front to that's, back. That's how you get the eights and nines. <laughs> Welcome to the After Lodge Lot Lizard Tour of fourteen. No, it's fifteen. Minutes. I'm gonna call you Daisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody laugh. Yeah, you just made it creepy. Yeah, I mean so, it's funny, and now you just. Hmm. No, I like to take road trips with my ears on. That's why I brought up the illegal arms <laughs> with, deal thing. With, with my ears on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you, you hit up a truck stop and you start hearing all the chatter going on. Somebody's got a got a Winchester this or mm-hmm. a Glock yeah. that, oh, and yeah. they, they, you know, yeah. meet me over here and the truck driver swap meet. Man, there's there's like a bazaar going on at every major truck stop. Yes, there They're is. just trading goods. Nice. Mostly guns and drugs and whatnot, but occasionally it's, right there, you know, Marlon. somebody says I've got a fan or a TV or something, but there's a lot of trading and bartering that happens. With corporate company as well, Harlan, or do you just not know what the terminology that, that, is? That doesn't go over the radio, uh, or if it does, I just didn't hear it. I I'd imagine that's the kind of thing code. you don't broadcast. Oh, yeah, to- you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, well, we got some corporate company over here on the back side of the, uh, the park there, yeah. So you just and you know, know the term. You know, it might have been, yeah. I didn't realize the term corporate company till today, so I may have heard that and just... I'm glad that, I know. I'm there's a lot of code use. language I don't really understand. I'm definitely putting that to use. I, I don't believe that, because I feel like you would hear the word corporate and your ears would perk up. Just <laughs> yes, he would pay more attention. Corporate company? Well, yeah, but you're talking about, go, you're talking about commercial drivers, that. though. So. Yeah, he, yeah, he deduced it down to, oh, they're, talk, they're talking about there's probably a supervisor out doing driver <laughs> observations. <laughs> 
That is that is what they're discussing. Is there's a supervisor in the back lot making sure that the vehicles are secured properly and locked what, up. Though? About two in the morning, you get some of the best sermons. Just CB oh, preaching yes. with the ah, oh. oh, it's fantastic, beautiful. <laughs> we were driving down the down uh, sixty five one time down through the Smoky Mountains, and there was a, a truck driver that was probably like fifteen miles up the road. And, like, I would just catch the good parts of his story, and then it would start getting really good, and he'd go over the next hill, and so I couldn't hear him anymore. And then we'd, like, both crest the hill at the same time, and I'd start hearing it again. And finally, I'm like, dude, would you slow down a little bit so I could hear the rest of this? <laughs> so, uh, Harlena, how was your week, buddy? It was all right. Got to uh, take the take the kiddo to a, uh, to a large local celebration, uh, an annual festival. Mm-hmm. I bet you had a fair time. Uh, I did. I did. Can uh, you state what you did there? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we rode a glass elevator, which is always fun, I guess, when you're a year and a half. Just whoa. Then we ate a lot of junk food and uh, fried Oreos. Yeah, Crispy cream yeah. cheeseburger. Mm, no, no, more like uh, lots of ice cream and. Fried vegetables and so none of the crazy stuff. She's a year and a half, man. I'm not trying to give her the beatus before she's two. I've seen that kid eat, dude. That kid will eat anything. Oh, I know she. Will. I think you could hand that kid a rock, act like it was food, and she she would she gnaw would. on it for she, half an hour before she's been out, out of house and home, man. She's eating green olives the other day. Wow. I'm like, why are you feeding that kid green olives? Those things are nasty. With the red stuff and everything. Starting her on the upper class food already. <laughs> when, when do you introduce her to oh, escargot? Eat when, anything, man. When do you teach her those are only good for martinis? She cleared out an entire <laughs> Qdoba burrito bowl. Like the one where they give you the bowl and it's got all the stuff wow. in it. And she, yeah. Is that all you did this week, buddy? Well, I worked. You ain't gonna talk about the Mexican festivities week? That was last week. Oh, well, we, re- we did record on Saturday last week, didn't we? Yeah, yeah so, so we, we, went could, to, uh, yeah. we went to the master's wedding. Uh had a good time. He got successfully hitched. He did. Um, that happened. I'm still trying to figure out why he wanted to set that up so that the sun would be directly behind them because I didn't see one second of that ceremony. I have some good stories from this wedding. Should I get into them now? I don't know. I, I did want to thank the Worshipful Master for uh, for not having a three-hour ceremony yeah. uh, like certain Catholics. Uh, Bruce, if you ever get married, I may not be at your wedding I'm going to wait until I find out if you're coming or not to decide how long the ceremony is going to be. Oh, okay. If you RSVP, yes, it's going to be in a Catholic church. Seven-hour ceremony. Uh, (laughs) Send you a text, like, just letting you know, this is an eight-hour ceremony. Every time I get an invitation from from somebody to go to a wedding, I start dreading it immediately. And then I realize it's it's just the Catholics that make me hate weddings so much. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's hours. No, his ceremony is ten minutes. Reception reception was hours. That was five minutes, like walking distance from the ceremony. So. Yeah, no, it was a nice thing. Like uh, now, I pronounce you man and wife. Let's drink. Pretty it's much my kind that. of wedding. Yeah, you know you've screwed up in life though when you show up to a wedding in a suit. Now everybody's telling me don't come in a suit. It's Josh. He's not going to be wearing a suit. And I'm like, do y'all not know Josh? Because every time Josh can put on a suit, Josh is in a suit with a hat and everything, except for every time we have lodge when he's wearing a t-shirt and a ball cap when he no he never does 
he doesn't do that. Mm. Only when there's nothing mm. going on. Only when it's a light meeting. If we're having degree work or anything, that dude's in his pinstripe gangster suit with a okay. stupid hat on with the feather in it. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to be like our Navy veteran. Um, so I, I show up. He's in a three-piece suit with no jacket. And I'm like, that makes sense because this is an outside wedding. I look around. I'm the only one in a suit. And then Harlan comes walking up, except for Harlan. You know you've done wrong in your life when your attire is exactly the same as Harlan's. That's when you know, mm, I screwed up on this one. Second of all, somebody said, well, I'll tell you who it was. What? Don't worry what about did it. I say? Keep talking. <laughs> I want to know what the edits are because you edited out my funniest joke last you, week. You made fun of him, yeah. so he's going to cut it. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I do that. So my wife says, uh, <clears throat> I wonder if I should sneak a, a flask because I don't know if they're going to have alcohol. And I was like, it's Josh. There'll be alcohol. I was right. There was alcohol. Mm-hmm. But feel, it was. But you had to find it. It was red label Budweiser, a uh, keg and a garbage can filled with ice. And yes, of course PBR. And I felt kind of bad because, like, just the day before, I had made fun of uh, PBR being drunk at a redneck wedding, and then mm-hmm. we get there the next day, and, and there's, there's a garbage, garbage can, can full of ice full with of a PBR and a keg, <sighs> PBR in it. I don't think Josh heard me say that though. So, so uh, yeah. basically, he's made my wife drink beer. She had like four beers, and she's like, "I hate beer. This is nasty." Go get me another cup. <laughs> so, uh, what did I miss after I had to leave early? Because you know the there boss was a, lady was getting close to bedtime. There was a lot of beer left over, and uh, the lodge members, including the master, we all got together because we have a lot of ice cream left over from Shepherd's that we gotta get rid of, dude. Because ice cream doesn't have like infinite expiration date on it. It does in that freezer. <laughs> well, we've gotta get rid of it. We're working on it. So we've got like a keg and a half of beer left over from this wedding. We're all having an outside of Lodge get-together with Lodge guys and wives, and we're making beer floats. So, that works. And we gave the most religious guy in our Lodge the kegs to take home and put in his refrigerator. So, yeah. That was funny. The most religious guy in the Lodge. Red. Oh, okay. They, They went in the back of his pickup truck. And then all I can think about is how funny is it going to be if Red gets pulled over with these two kegs? <laughs> <laughs> and they're open, so technically it's open container. Tap's still in them. Welcome to being the rookie. <laughs> hoses run up through like the, the back window. That's how we treat rookies in this lodge. Yeah. <laughs> you the, got to transport the, the contraband. Home. Yeah, and then, uh, uh, so the site where it's at, this is my favorite story from this wedding, it has nothing to do with the wedding. The site where this is at is a supposedly haunted site. It was several uh, governors of the state have lived here at some time or another mm-hmm. back in the 1800s and such. Pretty cool house. Um, Except for the basement. <laughs> well, so my wife's all excited. And, and and this saddens me to admit that I am married to a woman who believes in such things as ghosts. Like, she should be a grown-up. Realize that's a bunch of <clears throat> BS. So her and Fitzy, you know, Stingray... Yeah. Team up on me, start trying to convince me that ghosts are real. He's like, I've got a picture, and there's just a hand, like, out of nowhere. So Amy goes on a little tour of the house, right? Her and and Marshall's uh, wife go on a little tour of the house, and they go down to the basement, and they're taking pictures. Because now they're like ghost investigators. Mm-hmm. They're going to solve the mystery of this house's ghost. They're in the basement, which looks creepy because it's made out of stone, but it's a, it's a basement that's... Any old house that old is going to have a basement like this. And then the first time we went down there, she's like, what's this? What's this? And she's freaking out about this little, like, squared-in area. Like, is this their torture chamber? What's this? I'm like, that's the cold bend, idiot. I think you're underplaying how creepy it was. It wasn't creepy at all to me. 
Like there were pictures of kids drawn in chalk on the wall, and there were by other idiots who were trying to and there was like stuff hanging from the ceiling. They were trying to make it look creepy though, because the house is supposedly haunted. Come on, all right. She freaks out about the coal bin. I'm like, it's a coal bin. Like every house has one of these before, like furnaces and stuff. Yeah. So, her and what? Whatever. He can show up if he wants to show up. He's got a mic here. So, uh, her and go on an investigation. Something you remember from the Wives episode. So they're doing this thorough investigation. So then they start taking pictures, I guess, to see if they can get pictures digitally of ghosts they couldn't see with their naked eyes. What? When I pick up a pen, you don't have to stop the show. I want to know what you're editing out. You got me gunshot. You edited out my best damn joke last week. Uh, Names. He sees you as a psychiatrist. You know, there's always something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> she's been on the show with her real name. Okay. Anyway. Carry on. So Amy takes these pictures all in the basement, and her phone dies. Marshall's wife's phone dies. It was on 40%, now it's dead. Yep. Ghosts. Ghosts totally killed her phone, because they don't like iPhones either. Nope. And, uh... Didn't touch my phone, though. Fortunately. No, mine either. It's not an iPhone. So Amy comes back out, where I'm now congregating around the beer taps, and shows me these creepy pictures <laughs> she took with this weird haze around the edge. All of this weird haze around the edges of these pictures. And I was like, hold your phone for me. Let me see it. And then I take her hand and turn it around so she can see it where her finger is like barely touching the lens. Oh, here's the chaplain. Great. Show's over. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. Hey, that'll, that'll be it this week for After Lodge. Sorry, I didn't the show is looking at me. So Hi, buddy. Short. Nice of you to join us. That's not on. No, right it's on. Now. Driving yeah, it's 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 not on there. Turn your microphone on. Yeah, there's a switch on it. Ah! <laughs> Is this thing on? Oh! <laughs> Jesus! Now we get to hear a fat man breathing a microphone for the next hour. So who's driving that rice burner out there? Which one? The rice burner one. The two wheel rice burner. Okay, you need to find a happy medium. <clears throat> He doesn't really do happy mediums. How does he breathe louder than he talks? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Oh, here we go. <laughs> do I know you? I don't know. I'm half sack. <laughs> would, would you like to share on the show? Is it because the other one hasn't dropped? I mean, <laughs> No, because I'm missing one. Really? Yeah. You can get like $50,000 for one. So did you go down that route? Well, I, I read you can get $50,000 for a testicle. It's only thirty-five. It's thirty-five, dude. After taxes? It's not sure. even the price of an average new car. Oh, That's all right, s- but I got two kids out of it, though. So did you sell one? Is that? No, it was a tumor the size of my fist. Oh, shit. Dude, I've been proud of that. Hey, I, <laughs> I, I would have showed everybody. Look hey, at this. I've got pictures. Right. I've got pictures. Do you I, really? Yeah, right for... Uh, okay, I was just lying, half sack. Oh, I really okay, don't, don't want to see them. No, that's a, no, I'm... No. Well, buddy, this is the chaplain. Uh, glad you could you make How an you acquaintance. Uh, the guy that randomly crashes our show and... Uh, it's not, not on you, it's on me. I still got lotion on me. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, could, get... <laughs> Jason, smell his fingers. You no, no, no. Fingers? I don't mean it. No, I, I just took a shard. I had lotion and stuff on oh, me. What kind of man lotions? The hell are you... Have you seen what that you doing? 
it's hard for a man that old to look like that. Why? I don't. Y'all, y'all go on. I've got I've got big news for later on. But y'all go on with your show. Big I've got news, big for, news later for later on. Well, now I have some questions. I'm glad you Maybe showed you up in the opening right part of the show. We're Ashley Madison. That's a bunch uh, of bull. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get to those. Oh, I'm sorry. A bunch of bull. What does that mean? What is? What was your question? <laughs> Why are you texting me selfies of yourself with random women from a bar the other night? Dude, you have an obligation, and you better not cross that line. (laughs) Look, I know you weren't doing anything wrong, because like every other selfie was with your wife. Let's move on. Did he have to send those to Bruce? It was that kind of bar. Did his wife send you the same one she sent me? No. Oh, God. We'll talk later. You got, them up on, you got them up on your Dropbox? I'll go check them out. Yep. Okay. Okay, we all have an obligation, and one thing I do want to talk to you all about is you all have been talking smack about brothers when they're not here. And part of your Just obligation, you, I believe, is that aren't we supposed to always uphold the honor of our brothers when they're not with Their you? Their honor? <laughs> yeah. If Half Sack left and somebody else was in here talking smack about Half Sack, It'd be on me to say, no, half sack's a good guy. No, it's good to, to, we like better. Doesn't matter. You always <laughs> uphold the honor. You always the stand honor. up for a brother. That's what we do. It. You keep talking about honor. I, I keep thinking we're gonna have a duel in the parking lot. You wanna? You stand up for a brother, and I've noticed at different times. Sometimes I'm not referring to myself, but sometimes when I'm not here, y'all talk crap about me, and I don't think that's a Mason thing to do. But we talk just as much when you are here. But we're talking. <laughs> there's, there's no yeah. difference it's, whether it's you're the here same or not. Amount of talking about you. Therefore, okay. it can't be disrespectful. Y'all move on with your show. I've got big news to announce. Not later. only that, we know you're going to hear it because you're the second person who downloads the show every week. Dude, I'm usually on Reddit, and I'm usually going, hitting the refresh. He's talking about the yet. show before it even comes out. It's not out. there. It's not there yet. It's not. Oh, there it is. There it is. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't get, you didn't get no gasoline in it. <laughs> what the hell's that? I didn't even understand what that was a reference to. Could you please explain that? There were two comments made this week by two people I know quite well who I, I just I just ignored because I don't know what the hell. It ain't got no gasoline in it. I believe the uh, shining. I reckon I done killed me some people, but I don't reckon I got any in it. There you go, bingo. Why are you making a Billy Bob Thornton reference? In relation to the show last week, I'm, I'm not. Are you making fun because of y'all Selma? talked about Sling Blade in that's, the show? That's oh, on did. the other show. And so I, huh? That's, no, it was on this show. There's wasn't no it? other show. And so I, I tried to download an audio version of the book so I could listen to it while I'm driving because I try to keep up on current was events. Sling Blade, that was a and, movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is no audio book of Sling Blade. He, I could he not. He did, find however, it. find a video version. I found the video version, so I had to and watch it's the a movie. movie called Sling Blade. So he yeah. just watched it. Had Billy. Joe Thornton in it or whatever. He was excellent in that movie. The way so I, I was trying. I've been walking around all week. Tony was like, "Damn, I thought he's a real retard." <laughs> <laughs> you know, nobody can see the face you're doing, Tony. Yeah, right? you know, this is a radio program. You get confused about what's audio and what's visual, don't you? I was doing an he, excellent. He's breathing I, in the mic just like he always got, does. Was so I not doing an excellent version of the Billy different. Joe Bob? Uh, I wouldn't Thornton. know. Billy Joel. You never seen that man put a lawnmower blade through Dwight Yoakam's skull? I have not. Missing out. Dwight Yoakam's kind of a prick in that movie. I didn't know he's bald. He took off that cowboy hat. I don't like his music no more. That's actually a good movie. Imagine, um, what's it called? It comes on tonight. Um, 
The Walking Dead. He's like a Walking Dead before there was Walking Dead. He's kind of like a living Walking Dead person. No, the reason that movie's good is he didn't go full retard. No, he didn't go full retard. He, 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 he was, you never want to go full he was retard. He's disabled, but not yeah. full retard. I felt for the guy. I haven't seen the end of it yet. I've seen like three fourths of it, and I was watching it in a hotel room and fell asleep. That's so. really all you need to see. Yeah, don't. The ending's not important. Okay, Bruce, how was your? I week? really did. How was your weekend? Same old, same old. No. Business as usual. Nothing special. Anything you want to talk about here week? There, uh, house hack. I mean, this is probably the highlight: getting to meet the chaplain, the greatest troll of all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't top that. No, I, I live uh, live a too too busy life to really worry about anything. Hmm. Between work and lectures and lodge and Harlan, how come you worry about stuff? You're pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I suppose you, I suppose when you've already lost half a sack, you don't care anymore. Up north here, yeah. Just, okay. Yeah, I work for uh, local government up there. Hmm. I did not pick you as a local government worker. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to the show. I'm probably the trifecta. Work for the police department. And no, no. Why would you say you would I, not pick him I as a local government worker? I would have pegged him as a milkman. I, that's what I was getting ready to say. I would, I would have pegged him as definite milkman, considering one half of the milkman trio in here, one duo, one half of the trio. Uh, looks like you. And, and who got milk, cut in half? Milkman looks like your. He could be your son. So, he looks more like your son than your son. Okay, first of all, I'm pretty sure this man might be older than me. How, how old are you? 39. He's older than me. How would he be my son? Okay, I was listening listen to an article about Stephen Hawking, and he was talking about black holes and holograms. Hey, we were talking about black holes earlier. I'm telling Corporate you. company. Go on. Uh-huh. What corporate comp? No, when you hear it on the on the information playback. doesn't actually get lost when it goes into the black hole. The information stored on the rim of the black hole this in a hologram. Does the black hole it's around the rim? <laughs> this is this is an actual Stephen Hawking thing. I totally believe you. He <laughs> loves the black girls. I know. Two bites of information yeah, travel on. around the outside. <laughs> I reserve my time for later when I talk about my big news. Can we have your big news now? Before this is, we- the- is this troll big news or is this? No, it's big news. Are you quitting the show? Then why are you waiting? Quitting the show. What would y'all do without me? <laughs> yeah, well, y'all do like what y'all done the show all the other him? episodes. Uh, yeah. You know, because I am a fair weather friend. I'm a bad wagon jumper. True. You know, no, I, I didn't say you know, fair weather. You, you, yeah, you did. Now, you're with us good or bad now. It's just at first, you're like, this is so stupid. You guys are stupid. This is stupid. Episode one sucked. Okay? I couldn't get through the whole episode. It was your first episode. You were rookies. Still, You were podcast virgins. And then, because I wasn't on it, Tony. Is that, were you not on the first show? Correct. Okay. You didn't get a mic till like episode four. The second, the third, the fourth show, they started picking up steam. That, and then from the five to the thirty-five, that was the golden age of podcastry. <laughs> and, and then I feel like I, I feel like I'm casting spells. <laughs> no, it was. And then <coughs> circumstances happened, incidents happened, and so you had to lose the five through thirty-five. And then 36 and on has been fine, but nothing will ever compare with the 5 it's like through heroin. 35. It's like heroin. Mm-hmm. We're constantly chasing 5 through 35. Every show, we're trying to get a 5 through 35 that will never be here. I want to hear it. Y'all talking to me too much. I want to hear from Half Sack. Sonic Dragon. <laughs> what do you want to hear about? I'm pretty much an open book. No, I just it's not fair for me to just walk in. I want to no, hear what ahead, you all have to say. 
Okay, this Ashley Madison thing, that's a bunch of bull crap. Gentlemen, mm. here at this table. Now, this is an audio show, so I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. So if you don't want to be identified on the air, who had their data exposed in the Ashley Madison leak? Not me. Okay. Look at all those hands. Four of you. All right. Just so we got that clear. I believe that would be four of us, sir. What's bullcrap is the Duger incident. <laughs> <laughs> when that, That's bullcrap. Okay, here you've got this religious family making all this money off being religious and all that. And then he comes to find out he's, well, he's got his wife at home doing the 19 and growing thing and all that stuff, being the dutiful wife. He's out banging chicks two at a time on Ashley Madison. No, he's not. No, there were no, no girls. Were, well, that's, no, no, that's he's attempting big... to. <laughs> Come to find out Ashley Madison's a scab. All these guys paying their monthly fee and there are no women. It's not a scam. It, it says right there in the terms of service that that site is to be used for entertainment only. It, it uh, was a fantasy affair. Oh, okay. so I, I haven't read it. I don't get into all that stuff, but I just know. But they have cheated in their heart. That's what Jimmy Carter says. Whether or not the pee went in the vey, they cheated <laughs> in their heart. That's true. That's true. Thank you for talking to us in, in preschool language. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, I... The PP goes into the moody poot. And <laughs> <laughs> Moody Poot. I think that's a name Jason, for a butt. Jason, you are a Moody Poot. I think, it's, I think it's a name for a butt. That's the. I think he's got it wrong. No, we're talking about the the Reverend here. He. Oh, it's that kind of. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, help it. Um, is it right to look up members of your lodge? What if a member of your lodge is on the list? If you had access to the list of all the people who were on Ashley Madison, is, is what he's asking, Tony. Yes. It's all over the if, internet. If I had access, which you can get access, you can see the list, mm-hmm. um, would that be an unmasonic offense? Is that what you're asking? To look them up. Not to look them up. Should you look and see if they're on there to then charge them? The Bible says if you've lusted after someone, you've already committed the sin in your heart. Okay, that's fine. But as I far as a lot of sin, as far I, I, I have sinned, I sin, I sin on a regular basis. Okay, um, I sinned four times since you started that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but now that being said, that that that's not an unmasonic offense. Now, if if some guy is actually going out and running around on his wife, like you say, it's a fantasy website. He he hooked. No, up I mean they so thought could, they were. They just didn't read the fine print. They thought that there were women they on were, there. They were attempting to. Who were? But it'd be the same DTF. difference if a guy's looking at porn on a regular basis and ignoring his wife. What about me? All that's not. All that's not a masonic offense. Now, if a guy's actually going out and running around on his wife. And and cheating and ended up not supporting the family, not being there for his family when he's supposed to be. Well, yeah, that's an unmasonic. I've always said that's an um, If you're a lazy, no good SOB that doesn't support your family and take care of your family, then that's an unmasonic. But, but they can go ahead and cheat, but still support the family. That's okay. That's what he's saying. No, yeah, that's what, no. that's what I'm getting from it. I don't think I don't think you can cheat and be a, and it's be a. It's still Mason. wrong. It's just we can't kick you out. Oh, okay, that's what it it's is. wrong. And no, I, I would I would not point him up on masonic offenses, but I would have tender counsel with him dude what if, what if what if his wife's in on it what if that's just their relationship then that then i don't have a problem with it if they're both okay but then that's ha- none of my business to, but you would have to know that how are you gonna find that out? you find harlan's name on there you find half sack's name on there yeah he's just, he's, he's just on there as half sack 
Yeah, it would, yeah. It would be listed that way. If I seen Harlan's See, name on there, I'd pull, Harlan to, I'd pull Harlan to the side and say, son, you've got a family at home. And he says, oh, uh. He would say son. Google butt's on there, too. Son, um, uh, I would say son. Google butt? Yeah. Well, I don't want to say his wife's name because it'll get beeped out. But uh, if Google butt. You call her Google butt? It's a pet name. Wow. I don't know. That's what... a whole new super level of creepy. <laughs> uh, Google butt. If, if Tell she... her that from now on, anytime in reference to her, she is either Favy or Google butt. I am never mentioning her real name again. If she was okay with it, then that's their lifestyle choice, and it's none of my business, and it's not a Masonic offense. But for a man but to you be running around his wife. But you would approach it's... me. If my name's on that list, you'd approach me and be like. Hey, uh, dude, uh, I was on the Ashley Madison website leak list and uh Well, first of all, Ashley Madison was a way to be incognito, to be, dan- you know, to, 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 to hide it. To keep it on and the so DL. And so if your wife's okay with it, why are you on Ashley Madison? Why aren't you on Craigslist? Because I was told in the commercials there are plenty of women on there that are good to go. Okay. Well, I just, I think it's, what do you think, Half Sack? you got to have a variety. Yeah. Variety is this leads all up to my big news coming up later. But oh, okay. Yeah, you hang around. Divorce. No. So you're aware that our lodge has its own email domain. Would yes. you be surprised to learn <laughs> that every account on our lodge email domain is in the list? Just, I'm just asking, Tony, because I want to know if you want to know if you're on the list or not. I know I'm not on the list. I've, I, Did you check all your emails? It doesn't. I, I've never signed. Did up. you check all of your emails, you Tony? This site didn't verify whether oh, or not oh, oh, you oh. control the Did email. you check, Tony? Yes, I broke the printer at fu.com because that one was on there. No, I, no, I, I have never personally went to any site like Ashley Madison, uh, Grinder, Tumblr, Vine <laughs> Chat, whatever. Tumblr, right? Yeah, but Grinder's not using on your that phone. site, wrong. That. Twitter, Twitter. I've, no, I'm on Twitter. I do the Twitter. You twat quite a bit. I'm a Twitter. Yep, you're a twat. Anyway, um, okay, what about this? What if Googlebutt's name was on it? You find Googlebutt. If I found Googlebutt, <laughs> if I found Googlebutt on there, then I would pull Googlebutt aside and say, uh, "Girl, daughter, <laughs> honey, girl, honey, what are you doing?" I thought he was going to go into that that old song uh, uh, from Pulp Fiction, that girl. Uh, that Neil Diamond song, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. Yes. Uh, anyway, go on. I would pull her to the side and say, hey, you've got a good man at home. Blah, blah, what are you thinking? Oh, hang on. You need to straighten your act up. Tony. No, we but need to have a talk t- right now. We need to have a talk right now. So you wouldn't talk to Harlan. Then, if you're going to have a talk with anybody, you I need to have a, I would try to convince her to you talk need to, to have. You need it. to have a talk with, with your brother because that dude could be, Harlan could be raising that baby and it ain't even his. You need to let him know what his woman's been doing behind his back. That's your brother. You know, that needs a question. If you know that a wife is running around on her brother, do you tell that brother or do you go to the wife and try to talk that's to her? That's what we're talking about here, Tony. That's, is it that's really? the question I just asked you. <laughs> oh, wow. That is this what a, this discussion is supposed to be. This is like fake. So. What do, what do you mean it's like fate? Is Does that tie into your big news? No, 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 no. Okay. It, well. No. I was but, like, shit, what have you heard? No, not I, anything I like that on me. I want to go back to his divorce. Can we talk about I'm not getting divorced. Morning? I love my wife with a passion. So does Bruce go How much coffee have you had today? In, in, in all actuality, all I believe I'd have to go to the brother. You, you, you can say all these high-minded things, but if I knew that, Har- that 
was running around on Harlan. I'd have to go to Harlan. I'd get him out on a boat in a lake somewhere and then tell him. I wouldn't want him to. We have to legally change her name to Google Butt. <laughs> on a lake? What is he? Was he like that dude? That, Gary Hart? Is he Gary Hart now? <laughs> On the boat monkey business like, with a future like presidential about, I don't like candidate. talking about this stuff. Oh, yeah. I said it. Sorry, uh, Googlebot is on a the monkey business. So, Harlan, uh, what do you, how do you think lodges ought to handle this? I don't think they should. A wise former president of ours said that the state has no place in the bedrooms of the citizenry. Neither does the lodge. Okay, quit tapping the mic. Calm down. I know you've had a lot of caffeine today. Calm down. Breathe. So you don't. I Plus, no there's there's no oh, thanks, Tommy. there's no need for your lodge to become involved anyway. The whole thing is out there on the internet, so interested parties are going to find it. So why do you need to start the the Hawthorne type witch hunt in your lodge? If you knew that someone was cheating your brother, and you knew outright that they were cheating your brother, do you feel like you'd have an obligation, like they were cheating him out of money, they were whatever, do you think you'd have an obligation to to help your brother in that case? Yeah. Well, how's this any different, really? Because you're going looking for it. You're investigating. Because you're typing, you're, you're typing that email in the You're search. being that nosy neighbor. <clears throat> yeah. It's not like you well, accidentally. Just not, just not on the Ashley Madison, but I well, mean, just out. In I'm life talking about in with, with the Ashley Madison thing. It's not like you're walking in a restaurant and seeing them making out in a corner booth. Mm-hmm. You're, you have to go look for this. You have to go check her email or his email. Okay, you're I was doing it more along it. the lines that I caught him in the corner booth. If, if I walk in and see Google Butt in the corner booth with a handsome young doctor, I'm telling Harlan. That's just Tuesday. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna. Um, I'm probably going to wish I didn't see it just to be honest with you oh great now i got to deal with this uh, I don't know I would think I wouldn't know how much uh, my silence was worth hmm. oh, oh, yeah. I like how you think <laughs> I, mean, you know, I, I like how you think because I, I might need a favor later see this is a secretary mind at work so, over I mean, here you're going to betray your brother to try to get a favor or a, a, no, have, he's have not. A, I'm, not oh, I'm not betraying him not if I don't from, tell him from his he's wife. A, he's not sleeping with the brother's wife. Somebody else is. The omission of a, of the truth is the same as telling a lie. It's semantics. I don't know if a lawyer would agree with you. I'm just saying what he's saying is maybe he gets a back pocket favor, which are always useful. I say we are a men's fraternity that we stand up and we back each other up regardless of what. And if somebody harms my brother in any way, uh, I'm going to protect my brother. Let's reverse that situation around. Corner booth is your brother. And a female, do you tell Google Butt? I don't tell Google Butt, but I pull that brother aside and make sure things are right. So what you're saying is is you are not going to treat him the same. I'm not a member of the Easter Star. I'm a member of of the Masons. And so I'm going to take care of my brother. I just want it on record. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up for my brother, not my anybody else. I mean, I I'll stand up for anybody, but more especially a brother Mason. Boom. Well, it seems like the old way that lodges would handle things in a smaller town. You saw uh brother so and so out gallivanting about. He shows up to lodge the next meeting night and the master's calling him out on the carpet to let him know that he needs to stop messing up. Bruce 
uh, did you ever get any win on your Ashley Madison account, or was that just a waste of thirty nine ninety nine? It's a bunch of dudes. Yeah, that's what I figured. So yeah. So if we see you eating uh, chicken of the sea tuna instead of uh, starfish, should we uh, starkiss? Should we? It's always been chicken of the sea, sir. Oh, I haven't. <clears throat> I haven't been made to eat star kissed in a very long time. Made to, mm-hmm. like somebody gunned to your head, made myself you. to that cartoon tuna. You talk about Cartuna. a bunch of dudes. I like to online gamble. I'm on a couple poker sites, and I that's I, illegal. Uh, not for you're real. Just, it's, it's, you just admitted. You It's just for fun. It. There's no real money that's, exchange. That's a crime. And so I, I thought I'd go into cas- casinos and things. And so I, I found this. I like roulette, and I like um, blackjack and all that online. And Take I found this one thing. I thought where, where you'd be able to talk to each other while you're playing. It's called chat roulette. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there was there was there was no gambling at all on there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Similar to Russian roulette. And no, this, this, no, there. this, yeah, okay, yeah, it was, yeah. Don't go there. Meat popsicles. Anyway, so Bruce, how would you handle it? Which situation? Any, all. Have you, have you went, have you looked for anybody's name on there? No. Did you look for your dad's? No. Your mom's? No. The, Any okay, of your friends? The answer to the first question was no, so all the other ones are going to be no. Well, maybe there's an account. You there. haven't looked up anybody no. at all. Nope. I have no interest in that. How would we handle it if somebody come in here, some religious crusader, some religious type, came in here with a list of names of everybody that's in the lodge? You're talking about somebody who's a brother or somebody else? No. No, no, no. Somebody that's a member. Okay. But, you know, a holy roller type. So comes, Tony. Tony comes in here with yes. the list. With a scroll of yeah, every... Of Lodge member's name who was on that. And a box full of cardboard cutouts of the letter A, all painted red. <laughs> no, seriously, how should a lodge now, handle that? So when he's doing this, is this in lodge? Yes, or he stands lodge? up in lodge. Brothers, we have some moral problems in this wow. lodge. I have found eight members of this lodge who are members of the Ashley Madison Horde Devil site. Okay, well, now go ahead and sew this A on your suit coat. If he does that. <laughs> He's breaking his obligation? Yes. Why? Wow. You're in the company of, You're of in the Tower lodge. lodge. He's not whispering good counsel. What well, he what if he doesn't read the names? What well, if he just stands up? Of an er- of what if he just, so on and so on. What if he just stands up and says, We got ten people who remembers here, I've got the list here. Oh, I'm so you're saying about. he's not naming them. What if he's thinking about filing charges for unmasonic conduct? Because you're on there trying to have an affair with your wife or on your wife. He's still breaking his obligation. How? For the same reason I just said. For not whispering good counsel, but this brother's committed an unmasonic conduct in his head. I'm not saying he has. I'm saying in, in, in that guy's with the list head, he's committed an unmasonic conduct. Hmm. Does nobody else share the general sense of alarm about... I keep bringing up the scarlet letter, but... Well, no. Like, t- today th- they come for the cheaters. Tomorrow they come for FetLife. Eventually they're going to get to the like, site I'm on. <laughs> Because you guys, you guys know I work in in tech security. That's that's what I do. Thought like, you was a lawyer. I am. I, I do risk management. It's a big risk part management. of what I do. Healthcare data. I understand some it's, of those words. Anyway, so I look at this like there's this is not the largest breach that's ever happened. This is this stuff happens all the time. Credit card numbers. Uh, medical data it, it happens Hell, every it's day. Happened to me three times last year but, between Target, Home Depot, and my workplace. Correct. But this is this is the first time that it's really hit home for everybody. 
uh, because there's going to be somebody that you know that was affected by this. Now, well, I that's, don't know anybody that was affected by this. Does Tony want to tell us something? You, you'll know somebody, surely. There's, there's, what was it, 40 million? I mean, what are the odds? Well, right? like so, 8 million fake female accounts, but yeah. Yes. But then tomorrow, where's the next step from here? There's a, there's a comic series, and I forget what it's called, but I, I browsed through it once. And it was this guy, and his premise was, like, this is a post-apocalyptic world, but it takes place after what, what's termed the Flood. But the flood wasn't an inundation of water. The flood was one day something happened and every piece of information that's available over the internet was available to everybody. Facebook messages, text messages, bank accounts, oh just God, everything. That would be chaos. And so society had devolved <laughs> after the peeing his pants just after the war to the point where everybody has to walk around wearing a mask because everybody's innermost darkest secrets are just out there for anybody no but here's the thing <clears throat> okay this is here we go this is gonna sound really freaking hippie once we know everything about everybody it doesn't matter anymore because yeah because you, that's, that's, you know what kind of porn i'm be, into but i know what kind of porn you're into because and in your porn's sicker than my because porn. in everybody's mind something is going to be worse than yes. whatever you're agreed into. but then you're just it, you're just arguing semantics at that point no, because you're still going to want to act on it. Because Harlan's into so is German, every other person. No, no, no. In the world. Harlan's, like, into, Harlan's into German shyster porn. I'm into amputee porn. Neither one of us have more superiority on the other. Those are both gross. Yeah, no. no. Bruce uh, is right uh, here because uh, yes. it's like you know what I found out that you once had homosexual relations, and that's much worse than the How'd four marriages that I you? had. What f- told you? It's which. F- you didn't even get the reference there. Your homosexual relations are much worse than the four marriages that I had. Your homosexual relations hurt the sanctity of my uh, of marriage. Yes. My four marriages don't. And, and yeah, there's, there's still going to be those quibbles, but but there's I don't know. There's always ammo to okay, use against the other person. If everything's out there. It's not a quibble. It's well, a huge deal. What I'm getting at but is, but you've got huge deals, and I've got huge deals, which makes the deals lesser. Where is society? Are we going to evolve to the point where people can leave well enough alone? Never. Never. Okay. I mean, really. I mean, like, there's a show that all they do on that show is follow around mildly famous people with cameras. Yes, I know. It's, it's on a television. It's popular show. It's very popular. <laughs> That's all they do. Started by a gay Jew lawyer. And society yeah, is only going to get worse in that regard. It's not going to get better. No. I know. So technology is going to be our undoing is what I'm getting at. I don't think it's going to be our undoing. I, I think eventually that. it's just going to be a level playing field where everybody's into some weird, crazy stuff. Most men lead Until lives of quiet desperation. I agree with that. And I think they get their jollies or they get their feeling of superiority by being voyeuristic. That way I can watch and I'm over here and I'm not getting anywhere in my life. I'm really not doing much or anything, but I'm so much better than them people over there because I'm not doing that. This this will never go away. It's just it's, it's human nature. Well, I think if something like that did happen, I mean, you're going to have groups that were interested in certain things and they're just going to be grouped together and you're just going to have thousands of different groups. You know, because they already know who what who likes what interests. You know, it, it's everybody not would be, click up, right? It's not going to be oh, we're better than them. It's like oh, I didn't know that you know you like this or that. You know, but that's what I'm into, and you're just going to have a bunch of groups. My amputee porn group is going to be huge. Ah. <laughs> 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 you know how hard it is to find a hot amputee, Tony? It's like 
so crazy hard. Gosh. Motorcycle riders is like the only group you've got that's occasionally got a hot amputee. That's it. Most of the time they're old. Okay. You guys are okay, all sick that's, deviants. That's enough with that. But you're my sick deviants. <laughs> this yeah. is my For the record, I'm not into amputee porn, just so everybody knows. Anymore, he's progressed far. <laughs> the stuff I'm into is way worse than that. <laughs> After you watch it so much, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. You become numb to it. Oh, that's fake. She's just got her arm up in her shirt. That ain't even a real <laughs> amputation. Amputee porn hasn't done it for Jason <clears throat> in 20 years. What are you talking about? I'm on to 90 plus. Is there is there going to be like an Ashley Madison anonymous group start because of all these are coming out? You know? Though I'll uh, go to sex I rehab. I think there yeah, already has. Uh, I believe there's a Reddit group for that. You see anybody we know on there? <laughs> Why? Can we, we cross check the subs? Ah. <laughs> uh, I would imagine if you're on a Reddit group for people being outed in a data breach, you're not going to use... Might use a throwaway account? Yeah. Tony, you've got if quite a few throwaway enough. accounts. Why would anybody use their actual account on a website like that? Why would well, you not have a throwaway they, account they, that you used on they that? They didn't. Like, th- what happened was that company was keeping credit card transactions. Oh. Okay. And credit card transactions have your name and billing address. Okay. And by law, you can't hold on to that, but uh, they didn't care about the law to begin with, so that's what got stolen. That's where well, the credentials everything. are coming okay. from. Who was Ashley Madison? Who was this? Not was a that a person. real person? Yeah, it it's true. not. Well, I heard the theory that she was somebody that got cheated on a long time ago, and this is a long con. Oh, okay. No, it was nobody. It's just what they call the site. I like it. Oh, that doesn't say what I thought. I thought it said pancakes and... And pasta, I saw something else there for a second. More butts? Well, the pasta I read is something mm-hmm. tied yeah. to Ashley. Okay. We got it. Man, you, I think you do that no, on purpose sometimes, Bruce. No. Um, so what's going on here? You want to talk about this? Are you, you done with Ashley Mason? I know you're leaning back. I'm just no, going to make sure you want to move on. Yeah. No, we're good. No. no Carry no. on. So we shouldn't do anything about it. Well, you never answer the question. What do we do if the guy shows up with a list of names? Do we tell him to sit down and shut up? I suppose that's up to the individual lodge. Here, that would probably be the wise course of action. Well, if he started filing charges. Yeah. Do you think any of those charges will be found founded? I don't know. Be removed for just having their name on a website where they may or may not have ever had an affair. Or may or may not have ever signed up. Yeah, they got There's, their credit card well, info. Yeah, if you've got that, most of the stuff's coming up through email addresses. But yeah, did you give him a napkin to wipe away his tears? Oh, he spilled coffee on his shirt. Oh, I did. He is human after all. Oh, well. I thought it was lactating. I got an oil leak. For <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that's not coffee. That's <laughs> oil a leak. Um, I think it actually is oil though. It's from us. I thought it was from your cigarette thing. It is. Oh. All right. So it is a whale. Homeboy's leaking. Um, so Pancakes and Pasta, you got an incoming worshipful master who's mm-hmm. focused on doing pancake dinners and pasta dinners. For more involvement in the community, this lodge is financially well off. He's not doing it to raise money. He's just wanting a bigger presence in the, presence in the community. They're giving away scholarships. They're doing all kinds of really good stuff already. They have an average of attendance of about 20, 25 people a meeting. He wants more butts in the seats, and at the and same the post, time... The post was made by the junior, junior warden, warden under this guy who feels yeah. that the, their attendance and is, he's in, is he's, more than adequate. This is the one going in at the next elections. Right. And 
he's farming out the degree work to other lodges, and this is just going to be a social club lodge, looks like. And he's saying, uh, you guys think maybe we ought to not put him in because there are some people upset about this. Hmm. That kind of sounds like a recap of 2010 at this lodge. I'm trying to figure out what year you were master. Before my time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, Tony, why is everybody looking at you? Different circumstances. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of butts in the seats, and we were broke. We That's didn't why we... have a lot of butts in the seats. That it... was when the butts in the seats were first starting to come back. Yeah, and we were broke. That's why we started the yeah. pancake. Br- no, the, Tony the put breakfast. an end to the passing why. the hat to pay the light bill. So. But that's a different situation. Yeah. If you need the money... The brothers need to work together to right. get the money. This is, a, this is a whole different situation. They've lost their first love. So, well, what do you, what do you, pancakes? Your first love in masonry, in masonry, is when you walk in the door and you're you go through the initiation process. You learn your ritual. You learn the esoteric parts. You learn all that. And then I think we, I think up. if we would do more of that stuff, I mean, we all think, what do we got to do? What do we got to do? Good degree work and camaraderie, and the degree work is what bonds us a whole lot, a whole lot of time. Or not the camaraderie. The camaraderie the comes from so. the, the degree common work. thread that yeah. you share with. Yeah, that we've all we've all been raised as master masons. So, if you don't do good degree work, and if you put that second, and you start farming that stuff out, then all you are is the local IHOP. You know, you not know, even that. I hop, yeah. I hop. You can get seven days a week. I only have it like once yeah. a week. Yeah, and so you can't ignore now the pancakes and pasta. If you need it, if you have to have it, that's great. But and you can still do it as a community outreach. But don't lose your your first connection to masonry. That's why when people come here and they have shoddy degree work, and you open the lodge and you close the lodge, and it's twenty minutes later and you didn't do nothing, talk about anything. Why go to lodge? Well, more importantly, what do you feel like we're doing here? I mean, what are we doing here? What you mean on the podcast or no. here at no, the lodge? No, at the lodge. What's our, what's our number one purpose for being here? What's all the other stuff we do? We do to support. We started this? doing that to keep the doors open. But why did we, why need we to keep the doors open? But my point is, is what are we doing we, here? What's, because, our, what's our first? What's our first priority as Masons? Damn, I didn't know this would be that hard of a question for y'all. Well, if you if you want to go the to correct the correct answer is making me. That's gonna say if you want to go to the generic answer. Thank you. Harlan. It's making good men better. No, and the making that's, of Masons. That's an ad slogan. Okay. Right. What Harlan said is right. Our first job is to preserve this. Yes. So twenty years from now, this other dude can join. Agreed. Then his job is is to, to preserve it, it, so that other dude can join. Mm-hmm. Get what he can get out of it. That that's our function as a lodge. Yes. Is to make new masons. That's one thing. Everybody thinks that it's the charity and all. Nah, the lodge function is to make masons. You know, the social arms and all that can do all the charity. If you and, have the biggest lodge in your state, and you have the most money of any lodge in your state, and then you're not doing your own degree work, you've got a, a, a brand new Lexus with no engine. you got a Waffle House is what you got. Or a country club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have a you don't have a you don't have a Mason's Lodge. You've got a social club. So, and I think that's a danger too. Letting the social clubs. I didn't even realize. What? Go on. Nothing. No, it's just you were like you, the the mic was literally inside of your mouth. <laughs> I think that's a danger. 
that you let the social clubs overtake the lodge. That happens. It does. Do you, do you guys think our job is to make new Shriners? Yes. Well, that's our job. But, but I, w- I will tell you that it does take the social club to keep the lodge rolling sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I've seen lodges that, that gone stale, not yep. get new members in for quite a long time, and it's just the same five people there at lodge. Yeah. Open and close, and that's it. They don't get anybody in there. But the social club gets out of the community, and they try to get people in. I mean, you know. Right. Um, I totally agree with that, but the social club needs to remember we're here to support the lodge is why we're here anyway. I've right. been to lodges where the social club is the lodge. They're they're above the lodge. No, I, I think you're exactly right. Um, well, I, I speak from, from my lodge. You know, my lodge, the bylaws allow you to do certain things, and you can't do this, can't do that. But our social club, uh, you know, we have the breakfasts you know, every month, and we give away scholarships. The lodge can't do that. It's in their bylaws they can't do that. But if we didn't do have the social club to give away the scholarships, be out in the community, sponsor little league teams, you know, banners and this and stuff like that, then we never get out into the community that, hey, there is this lodge that's doing something. You know, I see a lot of people, you know, uh, you know, I say I'm a Freemason and all that, and they, well, is that part of the shrine? Is that, is that the guys in the funny hats at the roadblocks? And I said, yeah, but they got to be a member of the Blue Lodge in order to be that. There's there's a there's that step, but they don't see the Blue Lodges. They don't see Freemasonry as that. They see it as the Shriners, and that's sort of a social club that gets out there, promotes Masonry. They're the the figure, I guess, you know, because everybody sees them at the the hospitals or at the roadblocks and stuff like that. So you need that social club to help bring people in to, to the lodge because people come to that breakfast, people come to that fair, people come to that, uh, you know, event, you know, car shows or whatnot, and they go, oh, well, you all do this, and, and you, you know, because a lot of people, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I'm big on saying that masonry has secrets, but not everything is a secret in masonry, you know, because there's that older generation that you don't talk about it, you don't say nothing about it, and how are you going to get people in if they're too afraid to ask questions? How did we get them in back then? Serious question. Same way. It just... It, the, the approach is different. The underlying thing is the same. It, towns were smaller. Communities were tighter-knit. And so everybody knew that these guys that were pillars of the community were members of this local lodge. So it was more of a sniper rifle as opposed to a shotgun approach? Yeah. I don't know if that's an accurate comparison. It, it's... you. Just by being there was enough in the past. There were fewer people. Just by having the building towns. with a sign on the street. Well, not even that. You just—it was a small enough town that the pillars of your community were inevitably members of that lodge, and and people knew that. You weren't competing with everything else that goes on in a town our size. So, back to the current topic: Should the master of the lodge maybe have a a runner? If this is his stated plan for the lodge in the coming year, farm out degree work. Well, I mean, that's up to the members of the lodge. Well, of course it's up to the members. What we do here, Harlan, is we bullshit. Yeah. We make up hypotheticals and we talk about other people and we bullshit. So, of course, yes. Well. Without saying it's up to the other members because we're not members of that lodge. But you're, you're, now you're to the point where we're picking apart the progressive line, which I'm more than happy to do because it's a flawed system at its core. But. There's an assumption that that guy's the senior warden. He's going to be the master, and you're going to have a hard time in any lodge undoing that. Unless he showed up on Ashley Madison and wants to do this. In that case, you probably got it. Yeah, even then. 
going to be hard to say as a master with a big ace the, table to your can't chest. Can't they still do their degree work and have the pancake breakfast? I mean. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't understand. Why do they have to farm Ideally, out the degree work? I that, don't think he wants to do degree practices. I, I think for, if your line officers are doing your degree work, mm-hmm. you have to have practices. Right. If it's not a, a Harlan who's been doing it for 10 years. You're going to have practices. Well, the master can delegate that authority if he wants. He doesn't have to do all the degree work. I, I remember I remember who can best work and best degree. Right. So if, yeah. if the master's not comfortable with doing a EA or some other degree and having somebody else, because that EA coming through that door, one, doesn't have a clue what's going to happen or go on. But when they're talking about farming it out, they're not talking about somebody else in the lodge doing it. They're talking about sending them over across the street to the right, other that's lodge. That's what I'm saying. This master, though, can take his senior warden or, or past master. And, and I've seen lodges that have that have degree teams where they'll put together their own team so that that team does the EA or that team does the MM. So you can do it that way. The master doesn't have to. He just needs to make sure it gets done. I think, I think what he's saying is a totally different lodge. Take that EA See, I, and do I, the degree. I would disagree with that. The home, yeah, that's I don't like doing. that. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that, but I, I don't yeah. think that's right because that, that guy's coming through that door, and you know the, the impression you're going to put upon him is this is my lodge and these are my brothers at my lodge that did that. Now, I'm not saying that another member from some other lodge can't come in and play a part right. or, or have some part in it. Or even but, have him come from another lodge and put on the degree, as long as it's in your building with mostly your guys. Yeah. Well, and we've done courtesy degrees for other lodges. It didn't mean the that time. they didn't want to do it. It just meant we had one scheduled and they didn't. And no, there's been times where we did them because they don't have enough dudes to do it. Well, that's true, too, but that's not the issue here. As many people as they have, they ought to be doing their own. They ought to be doing courtesy <laughs> degrees for other lodges right. as, if that many people show up. I mean, up. 25 people in an average lodge, I mean, that, that's not a bad number no. as an average. I mean, you know you're going to have more and less sometimes, but 25, that's pretty. That's not a zombie I, lodge. I was reading something. Was, we don't necessarily need more butts. We need more... Active butts? Active butts. That didn't... I was trying fit to butts. stop. We need more fit butts? Definitely need more Google butts, though. That's something we definitely need. Something. We need less men and more masons. So he's saying it's more, more women. There, he's wanting more quality than quantity. Yeah. 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 I can see that. I agree with that. So, uh... A big picture on a Reddit this week of a modified apron. Oh, this. Saw Tony had already purchased one, brought it in today. It was a sweet looking apron. Apron mm. <laughs> made out of the American flag, Marka. Yeah. What are y'all's thoughts on this? You think that's a appropriate, inappropriate? Actually, if you read the U.S. flag code, and Harlan can speak to this, yeah. that's against the... You yep. can't... You're, you're desecrating the flag by doing that. Yeah, it that. is, you but can't do now that. you're going to call out every guy that walks into the lodge with the his flag his hat. stars and stripes tie and his his uh, his American flag blazer and his... I've seen it on boots, cars... Boxer shorts. I don't... Uh, an American flag by itself, that's a patch on a on a uniform or a patch on a vest or anything that's fine i don't have a problem with that but yeah i'm not a big fan of a american flag tie or i'm not a fan of taking all that stuff and just sticking it anywhere that is a symbol that means something to well me. plus you're you're combining symbols there to begin with the the lambskin and the american flag this has been a button of mine for a long time about Aren't you supposed the, to keep it spotless yes the <laughs> what I was just pushing that button. That's why I did this. Oh, you said the, that button of mine, okay. and I was just pushing it for you. The, the mashing of nationalism into Freemasonry is—it's just hard to watch. 
and, and it happens everywhere, especially in the United States. It, it's a big thing. Did you remember the is is? No. Have you ever beheaded a Christian? You know, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't ask his religion. I didn't think to ask did before I did it. Yeah. Are you a terrorist, sir? Uh, in the minds of uh, a lot of folks, for saying what I just said, yeah. Do you yeah, hate I America? That I am. I, I do not. I love America, which is why this overboard nationalism terrifies me. I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. Some people think if a little is good, then a lot is better. And I feel that way about nationalism. If you become so blind to certain things, then you're no longer following the best thing for your country. Sometimes you have to stand up and fight. Sometimes you have to fight for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't know what y'all are talking about. Jason is doing a pageant or something. Like some of the most frightening scenes I've seen – in the United States, are those those media shots looking down a, a city street, <laughs> and the along the windows all the way down are lined these American flags mm. hanging off the building, and the crowd's got that roar I that kind of sounds like rain, like starting to fall on the roof. You know what I'm talking about? And there's there's black and white videos from the early part of the 20th century in a different country that look exactly the same, just with a different flag. A lot faster talker though. Actually, I disagree with you. But a kick-ass mustache—he ruined just, it for everybody. I, just nationalism, every. But I, I don't not remember. to this level. Though. Nationalism is we've fine. never you had it proud. to this level. You can be proud of yes. your country. You can be, and I like it when I when I, I do a lot of driving and I'm driving through small town America a lot of times, and I see the flags hanging up and you know across the downtown the main street. I like that. I think that looks good. But used to, but a little drove, of that when you drove you think, through the small town, it was in front of the courthouse. Yeah, yeah, the flag was flying in front of the courthouse, but a lot in of businesses the, would fly a flag the out. The Masonic that, Lodge fine. and the cemetery and the, the, the places, like the buildings, like community buildings, that's that's a very yeah. acceptable place. Even your front yard, if you're going to fly it on a pole. Right. I'm talking like those those down, looking down a street where there's two tall buildings on either side, and they're just lined. lining the buildings with a mob yeah. of people and somebody talking down in the front. And that crowd roar that sounds like rain falling on... When we're talking about how we're going to bomb the Middle East into a sheet of glass. Well, let me just throw in a plug for one of my favorite media personalities is Dan Carlin. And he's always said when people don't understand how Nazi Germany could follow Hitler into what they did, he said that he always had a professor that said, yeah, because you're not German. If you were German, you would get it. When Hitler comes to America, he's going to look more like John Wayne... Than Hitler, he's he's gonna be. You were proud to be German, just overwhelmingly proud to be German. It, it, it's nothing that Germany could do could possibly be wrong because Germany was the beacon of the world in your eyes. It it, it makes perfect sense to me. Now hang on, nothing that Germany could do could possibly be wrong. Doesn't sound like anybody anything would say about America either. What if you were a big fan of Disney? And I know some people that are huge fans. That they got the Disney watches. They got the mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse this and that. What if that guy had Mickey Mouse put onto his apron? Not not as a derogatory thing, but he was such a big fan of Mickey Mouse. Would you be okay with that? No. I mean, this, I this flag is what fine. What if you were – I'm not – no, I just don't If think it's you, something you somebody's going to buy and hang up in, in their office as a as a novelty thing, that that's fine. That's cute. It's a novelty. But – See, I have a problem with uh, you, it, it, I have it, a problem with Grand Lodge aprons and Past Master aprons, and I have a problem with uh, 
the the, the assistant grand poopaw that travels around everywhere aprons. Mm-hmm. Why are their aprons? Why are you talking so, about my apron? Why are their aprons so festive? And why do those aprons look so more decorated up? Because they're better than I, I have a problem with that. I think when you walk in that lodge door, because they're not clean and spotless. They're I better think when than we you. walk in that door, you have a clean and spotless apron. You wear a white apron, and that's all you wear. That's no, my opinion. Decorating an apron has been a thing since the dawn of Freemasonry. Before, yeah, before they were all plain white, everybody had their own apron made with the symbols that spoke most to you. Look at look at. George W. Washington's apron over. I was just taking a commentary of nationalism and, and Freemasonry being mashed together in the United States. Now, it's, for it's, some reason, our flag gets stolen, and a gentleman shows up wearing the American flag apron. Can we then turn to him and pledge allegiance to his crotchal region? <laughs> Would that be acceptable, or is that not? No. no. Uh, somebody somebody would have to hold him up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Start I mean, waving him around. Right. This is a big part of why I don't... And in the rest of the world, I'm pretty sure it's like this, that when you want to have the flag in your lodge, I don't think it should be sitting up in the east next to the master's chair. Hang it on the pole out in in front of the building or do it out in the dining room. Do the Pledge of Allegiance there. Show your spirit. Freemasonry is not a, a, an American institution. That's it, what we were. That's what I, you're taking. What I was going to say on this subject away from me. Thank you. It transcends national boundaries. I, see, it's, now you went too far. Now you're taking right. my flag away, and nobody's taking my flag away. That flag mm. means a lot to me. I grew up saying I pledge allegiance to that flag. I grew up pledging allegiance to that flag. I still pledge allegiance to that flag, and that flag should be up there front and center. Yeah. When I get up in the morning at my cold house, we have to get up and pledge allegiance to the master too. It really. Like, for, this this really hit home for me when I was visiting a lodge in Texas. I was down in Houston, Tejas. and so they did the, the whole thing. They do it a lot differently than we do, where some guy picks up the flag, the senior deacon carries it out west of the altar, and they, they do the, the salute to the flag, and they say the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, then I was getting ready to sit down again, and they turned over to the Texas flag and started pledging allegiance to the Hell the yeah, because te- of Texas. Right, right, except I'm not a Texan. So? And so I stood there, and it was immensely uncomfortable. So you better this, you better pledge allegiance to the Texas flag. This thing in the back of my mind is Freemasonry is bigger than Texas. I'm not from Texas. I'm here visiting my brothers, who are my brothers regardless of what state they're from. I don't think you pledge allegiance to the Texas flag. And Ooh, so... They give you the chair for that down there. If you, when you're, if in, you when you're that, in Rome, you do as the Romans do. But when you stretch that logic to not just one of the states in the Union, but the entire Union... It's the same logic that applies. It's it's just not the appropriate place for it. You're making Freemasonry smaller. Yes. It transcends this government. It was around before this government. It'll be around after this government. Should yes, there be like government. a UN flag up there no. then that covers the whole world? You yes. have whatever flag you want. None world you can fly order. it in front of the building, or or it belongs not in the tiled lodge. And even if it's going to sit there, that's cool. But do your pledge of allegiance before you open lodge. It's. I've been down this road several times since we started this podcast. Yeah, I, I get it. You hate America. We I tried this it. the year I was master. I thought I was going to be slick. How and that, so what I did go? is before we opened Lodge, if you remember the first night I sat in the East, before we opened Lodge, I had everybody stand up and do the Pledge of Allegiance. And then I opened Lodge and, and we did the I got phone calls the rest of that week about you pledge allegiance and open Lodge. You don't do it beforehand. They They knew what I was doing. Now, here's my question. What do you think lodges did in, I don't know, 1910 through 1920, roundabout? You think they stood up and pledged allegiance to the flag? 
Uh, they may have. They didn't do it like we did because there was no Pledge of Allegiance in its current form. Hence my point. Yeah. Yeah, if it went for them dang-on commies, um, the Red Scare, that's when all this really took off is my understanding, right? I guess I might have to show you my card for the John Birch Society, Tony. You're on a list. <laughs> on a list, you the leftist, are still a thing? pinko, commie, fig. Does that organization still exist? No. No, of course not. No, I'm saying thank God for America being willing to stand up, and that's when we put under God on our money. That's when we put under God... In our, in the, because the Pledge of Allegiance didn't have under God in it. And during the 50s is when we added the words under God. So to differentiate our godly country from the godless Russians. That, I mean, I, know, that, I mean, I'm, I, I'm no, being sincere. Yeah, that's no, my no, understanding. You're right, but you're, you're saying it like, like the Russians were. But the, the communism was atheist. Like there was no religion allowed. Right, but it just shows how God can use those godless communist people. To show us the true way in light. So that we can be that shining city on a hill. Because we never would have had under God in our pledge if it hadn't been for the communists. Was that we had to stand up? We're the New Jerusalem, man. What do you want from me? You're either with us or you against us. Which one are you? Is you is or is you ain't my constituent. Well, that's right. not true. You could be Canada. Against us, you mean. That's they're they're against you know my thoughts on Canada. I know Canada is kind of like our our little brother that just like why are you doing all right I'm gonna come but I'll I'm move really, to Haiti before I move to Canada. Really, guys? Canada. That's how they get away with being everybody's friend. Canada. <laughs> like you, if you're a Canadian, you can walk around free reign in places that hate the United States. You, you can like, walk around in, in Iran with with no problems, and yet. It's Canadian jets just as often as U.S. jets you, that are think, dropping the bombs. Do you think they pledge allegiance to a, to a maple leaf? I don't know what uh, they, they their do. Their state they, flag is a leaf. They, they, it's not in the whole freaking tree. It's a piece of the tree. It's a symbol. They still pledge we, allegiance to the queen. We just we just, they do. We just like the leaves, eh? The tree kind of sucks. I mean, whenever there's people whose heads like come detached when they talk and, and flops around. Yeah. <laughs> <Canadians>. <laughs> anyway, uh, um... So you want to give us your big news before we do the last topic? Because I don't know what we're going to get to. It's according to how big your news is. He wants to read what it is. First. You want to go get your glasses for you there? Or? I don't. I, I want to let you all do your little thing, and then I want to give you all my big news. Our, our little thing. Our little thing. Let's do our little thing over here, and then we'll get to yeah. the chaplains. How about your pots and your kettles with little things? Hmm. So, uh, dude gets a job, finds out his uh, boss is a a member of this fraternal organization he's a member of this fraternal organization he kind of wants to be like hey me you us yeah but he yeah. also kind of yeah. yeah he wants to do that yeah awesome possum but he also kind of feels like uh maybe it'll seem like he's a little bit of a brown noser maybe he's trying to trying to suck up to the boss a little bit but like hmm, hey, we're yeah, in i don't thing. know i can't i can't speak to this uh i am probably taking a page out of our master's playbook um, and, and bringing my boss in, so uh, it's destined to work out well for everyone. <laughs> Nothing could possibly uh, go wrong with that scenario. Nah, I, I don't know. He's <laughs> we had a big long chat. He's gonna last find out week. You, he's gonna find out you hate America, and then you're gonna lose your job. Congratulations, <laughs> Harley. Probably. 
He's a German guy, so. Oh! <laughs> Two strikes. Harlan's boss and German. Yep, yep. No, we had a big long chat about it last week because he said, uh, hey, I noticed when you were pulling in that uh, your license plate, and he went on this whole thing. He had no idea. He was one of those guys that's wondered his whole life why nobody ever invited him to join. And then I explained to him why nobody ever invited Could him to join. Could you please stop tapping the microphone? That is a sound transmitting device. So I don't you know. it's me. It could be half sound. I there. sit here and watch you. I'm looking for who's doing it, and you're sending out Morse code to somebody or something. drank the Red Bull. Maybe he is. Mm, this could be a setup. He's under duress, and he he did not want to be on this podcast. We're forcing him. He's sending out his secret Morse code communications to the past master. <laughs> Probably that is it. They set up a whole system while he was in Virginia. I got poop. Stop on your stop <laughs> selfie stick. Stop. <laughs> we'll send pics later. <laughs> anyway, so so is he going to make a good Mason? Maybe I I don't know. He hasn't broached that part of the conversation yet. He he walked away in thoughtful reflection. Like, huh. Hmm. So I'm expecting he'll come back and ask about it. I'll probably refer him to a lodge closer to his home. Why not this one? Was he joining the same lodge or a different lodge? Well, That's oh, what he, he just said. He doesn't know. Oh. And so I imagine if this conversation comes up again, I would refer him to a lodge in his part of town. How far away is his part of town? Out where I work. I wish somebody Hi, referred Bruce. me to a lodge closer to where I live. You lived. don't want to be a member of a lodge anywheres out there. What are you saying? Is he sending him to the T.O. lodge? Mm. Hey, Bruce, I, uh, oh, never mind. You beat me to the punchline. So, I got a picture from uh, a lodge my that's closer to me than that T.O. lodge, by the way. Uh, that's saying. not a lodge. There's three old dudes who have what used to be a lodge out there. I got a picture from my toast this week of all the guys from the T.O. lodge at the uh, Masonic Restoration Foundation convention that was over in philly yeah so uh mitos hung out with those guys all weekend hmm they told them stories about us oh yeah yeah bad ones or good ones i don't know according to who you are. i've just been getting the silent head shake are stories about us ever good ones no okay. i mean it's according to who you are if you're into the kind of shenanigans we're into i guess maybe they're good anyway here's my question um so do you tell your boss, hey, you, me, hmm, eh. Hypothetically, not, I know not that's not what's idea. happening in your life. Not a good idea. You let it happen organically. Yes. Because uh, otherwise you appear to be somebody with mercenary motives and you're going to start off on the wrong foot right off the bat. Tony, you're, uh, where are you going? You got big news. Where, where are you going? Turn the damn mic off before you set it right next to the computer. Jesus. He's got oh. big news. He leaves right whenever it's time for his big news. So, like, my boss What's is... his big news that he had to take a dump? Probably. He's going to shit all over that wall. Y'all know it. <laughs> anyway, um, so my boss is a Freemason. We worked together for, like, two years before he's like, I come in with a hoodie that had a square and compass on it. He's like, hey, well, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, but oh, your man. hoodie had a square and compass with a big red circle and a stripe through it. <laughs> And the, well, it was from Cafe Press, so the red stripe and circle wore off before mm-hmm. the square encompassed. <laughs> Jason's the guy that walks around places wearing anti-Masonic, stop the New World Order type stuff because it's As we all just funny. It's amusing. Yeah. So, I was going to ask Tony, because Tony's the district, or the regional manager in his region is the United States of America, mm-hmm. of a large corporation. 
I was going to ask him what he would do if one of his subordinates. I think it depends entirely on how much you would talk to your boss on a normal day. If this is somebody you would never talk to, there's no way for it to come up organically. If this is somebody you talk to on a semi-daily basis, you you know, you just yeah. like like he said, mention the ring, ask what lodge he goes to, whatever. So, Tony is the regional manager of the United States for a major corporation. Yeah, he had to go get his chaw. Um, would you uh how would you feel if if one of your subordinates came to you and said, "Hey, you're a Freemason. I'm a Freemason." Or you could just give me the dead eye stare. That's cool too. No difference. I mean, I I would be thrilled if um, one of my managers or one of the people joined the lodge. That's fine. Um, no, no, no. He's already a member. Okay. And then, like, when you make a regional manager, when when your region goes from the southeast to the United States, uh-huh. if he then comes to you, hey, new boss, uh, just so you know, I'm a Freemason too. This is somebody several levels below you. In the I would shake his hand. Structure. I would say, below. great. Uh, great to know you brother but i wouldn't that doesn't would you think that he is trying to garner possibly that that depends on the circumstance that depends if a guy comes up says hey i'm a mason and 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 he might be on fire about it and that's fine but it depends on how he if he he comes to me because it's time for raises or it's time for a promotion. Hopefully he's not that dumb. He's in for his employee evaluation. He's like, by the way, before you fill out that paperwork, just knew that I'm yeah. a member. You see of the this ring right here? Well, yeah. Just well, so we actually we it's had a, like an extra twenty percent, right? We had a brother at this lodge that did that. To you? Not to me, but he doesn't. If it's who I'm thinking of with the C four and, and the toilet yeah. tank, it doesn't count. That's. Yeah, that's what I would expect out of him. He though. was making a delivery to some customers, and they they fussed at him about something. And he held his ring up, and says, "Look, I'm a Mason." I'm like, "What the heck? What are Wait, you were doing, the customers buddy? Masons too? No. Why? How the hell did that even come up? Because where well, those people just think <laughs> Masons do a shitty job? Yeah, exactly. Well, because where this guy's from, and the whole reason he's down here in the hills of pennsylvania and, oh, and a Mason. protection program he thinks he's part like of mob. another or, or was part of a different organization the, where you did wave that around and say hey i'm yeah. part of this family the costume so get so. off my back yeah it's, so you're saying you wouldn't give them any kind of special treatment no you, you wouldn't help a brother out you're talking about helping a brother out with ash and madison would you help him out no i was standing up for a brother I think a lot of times people think, hey, I'm a Mason, so I can get preferential treatment. Get by with shit. Yeah, I think if you're a brother, then I ought to do business with a brother, but I shouldn't try to I shouldn't try to uh, uh, negotiate with that brother for a better price. I should be willing to give that brother whatever price he asks of me. I also think the brother selling this stuff should give the brother a good deal, but it shouldn't be assumed. Once you start assuming that because I'm a Mason, I get preferential treatment – well, then we're not on the level anymore. We don't hold ourselves above other okay, people. Let me, we don't. Let me, let me throw this out here. Okay. If the guy's been doing a great job, then, yeah, I'm going to try to take care of him. It may keep him from getting fired. If I know he's a brother, I might go – I might give him – you know, Extra a benefit, benefit of the doubt. A, a benefit of the doubt. I might work with that guy a little bit more to keep from firing a brother, but it would not keep a brother from being fired if he just was a piece of crap and didn't do his job thinking. Right, but it, you, you have an employee, both of them, one's a mason, one's not. Okay. And both of them have screwed up the same way. But you've known the one guy that's not a Mason for 20 years, and the other one you've known for five years, and he's Mason. Uh-huh. Would you give the Mason special treatment? No. Special consideration? No. 
because in today's times and world, you can't or you're getting sued. You've got discrimination lawsuits. No, I'm talking about what, a, what if he wrecks a truck? Like both these guys wreck a truck two weeks apart, caused almost to the dollar the same amount of damage. Uh-huh. One's a 20 year employee, one's a five year employee. You guys have a policy. If you cause so much damage to a truck, you're out of here. Then he's gonna. He knew what the what the de- he he knew the job when he came in. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to protect him just because he's a Mason. But 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 saying that, that's the high level, oh, I'm not going to do this type thinking. I'm talking about in real life. In real life, when you're actually, that if, if it was somebody, I would probably, not even meaning to, but I would take care of that brother more. I wouldn't actually mean to. I'd, I'd try to think that I'm being equal. It's just like... <laughs> Somebody you know real well, you're more likely to give them the benefit of the doubt or whatever. Uh, okay. Just because. Let me throw this real-world situation out on you right now, this real life in my life right now, because you notice I still don't have my car back, right? You still don't have your car back? No. Wow. So, I couldn't tell. So my car went to a body shop that is owned by the father of my wife's friend. Okay. Like her best friend, mm-hmm. His, her dad's body shop. <clears throat> his son works there. His son's a Freemason. Uh-huh. Knows me in a roundabout circle way. Um, I know he can't give me a break on price. I'm not expecting a break on price. You'll know what I'm expecting to him because I'm kind of a friend of the family. Plus, we're brothers and we both know we're brothers. What I'm expecting for him is for him to not screw the pooch. Right. To make sure the job's done right. Right. Pretend like it's his car. Mm-hmm. I know he can't cut me a break on price. But just I want, do the job he's paid for. Mm-hmm. I want him to just an extra once over. Yeah, well, I think a lot of times it's Mason's. I, I, I'm not done. Oh, I'm sorry. It was going long. Go ahead. <laughs> There's a lot of backstory. So there then is. I go to pick up my car the other day, and he screwed the pooch. Before I got out of the car, I could see twenty or so mistakes in the paint job, where mm-hmm. it's just a really bad paint job. It's a horrible paint job. And so I know I ain't getting my car, so I go in there. Like, you had a chance to look over your car. I was like, yeah. Why don't you come out here? And then I'm showing him all these spots, uh-huh. like this, this, this. It's going to be repainted. They're so bad, it's going to be repainted. It's not something you buff out or anything like that. Yeah. What irritates me is he didn't take that extra step. This is a brother's car. Right. I'm going to take a look at this, make sure it's ready to go before I call him and tell him it's ready to go. I think he should have. That's where I think you give brother special treatment. Right. But I think a lot of times we say because we're Masons, we're supposed to get a special deal or something. No, because you're a Mason, you got to be willing to give that brother that you're doing business with his price. Why do you want to negotiate no, down his price? I, I'm not saying a special deal, but a little bit more consideration, like he said. Yeah. You know, if you give your customer, you know, 100% of your, your effort, mm-hmm. but it's a brother, mm-hmm. I think you need to give just a little bit more. Like you said, give it another once around and, and you treat everybody try to make fairly, it but a more especially <laughs> brother Mason. Right. Well, and here's the thing. Because now this brother's taking money out of my pocket because I don't have a car. So, because he didn't give it a, a once over and get this work done, and then they burnt the clear coat off my hood later on that night. That's Is your insurance giving you a car? Or you get no, I don't have rental car insurance. Oh, okay. So I was paying for a rental car for two weeks. Okay. Now, the, now you know, the car's not done. Am I going to pay for the rental car another week, or am I just going to figure out something else? I would think that. See, that's irregardless of you being a brother. That shop should say, "Hey, we screwed up. We'll pay for your rental car." And then I gave him the benefit. But that's not being a brother. That's just being a good business person. But then I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he is a brother. That I didn't immediately yank my car out of there and and call well call the insurance adjuster and say, "Come look at this job they did. They're not touching my car again." Then I let him do it again. 
Mm-hmm. Then they call me the next day wanted $400 to fix this, this, and this, and this they found that has nothing to do with the accident. And I'm like, you know what a shakedown is? Because that's what you're doing, mother Oh, wow. All right, Tony. I, I think the show's over. Would you like to give us this, this big news you've been leading up to? Because I swear to God, if it ain't good after you foreshadowed it the whole episode, you may not be allowed back on this episode or on this, this program. I've been in a lot of deep prayer. <sighs> it's troll. I can tell you right off the bat, it's troll. No, it's not a troll. Whatever this is it is, for real. it's troll. I have been doing a lot of research. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of uh, in, in, introspection, looking inside myself, looking out at what's in the environment, uh, not just locally but nationwide. And I think that the state of Christianity is in a poor shape right now. And That's not big news, Tony. I think that we've lost our first love. I think that uh, we've got too many people that are hating on other people. I don't think that what we're doing is the right thing as Christians. And so I'm formally announcing my intentions right now. I am starting a new church. And uh, you'll be seeing more and more of that lately. It's called the Red Letter Edition Church. I haven't got a real name for it yet, but it's going to be a Red Letter Edition. And the church is going to be focused on the no. words of Jesus Christ. Okay, I was going to double check when you said red letter. We weren't back on Hawthorne and the Scarlet. No, 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 no. You are referring to the Scarlet. Matter of fact, that'd be totally against the red letter edition of the Bible. And so I went through. Let that he read, who among you? Yeah, exactly. Who's without sin, the first you cast the first. And so I went yeah. through. Yeah. Oh, I ain't never past- cheated on my wife. She's there every time. I ain't never sinned in that manner. Well, he's not going to lie. Anybody that was on Ashley Madison in that church then? No, okay. no, that's exactly opposite, though. He's going to have to get the list, and, and they come judge up. Judge not, not lest she church. be judged. I'm doing a red letter edition of the Bible. I'm writing a book right now. Would you and Would you allow a corporate company into this church? Maybe wash their feet. A corporate company? Would you allow a corporate company into this church and maybe wash their feet? I will allow individuals into this church. Pretty much any individual. But if you read, they, I went through and read the whole Bible. groups yeah. for safety. What, Tony wasn't here for that. I don't think he was here for that part. It, That's if, why it's funny, y'all. If, um, if you read the red letter edition of the Bible and just read, just go through and just read the red letters, it's totally opposite from what first century Christians would not recognize today's Christians. All the people that we think are so holy and so better than thou would be totally dissed and, and thrown out of the church. They're the Sadducees and the Pharisees today. So we're going to start a red-letter church. Tony, let me help you out right now. Uh, if you ask for money to help found this church on this show, that will be edited out. That's the beauty of this. <laughs> It's only twenty nine ninety five. No, and no, Jesus will return so, your investment for it's the podcast not a gift, listeners. It's investment. All all after lodge podcast listeners will receive upon request a free copy of my book, the Red Letter Edition by Tony uh, by me by the Angry Chaplain. Um, You've heard it here first. You heard it here first. If you request now, the How? book's not done yet. Okay, but here's the deal. Why would it be? I'm going to write the book. Self published on Amazon. I'm going to finish the book. I'm going to self publish it on Amazon. I'm going to post it on Amazon. But then, in order to be published, to be able to be widespread, after the book is written and published on Amazon, I'll give away a bunch of thousands of copies, uh, downloadable. Then, I'm going to start a GoFundMe account to raise the funds. Here we get to the money. Here we get to... How else is it going to build a church? I'm going to start a GoFundMe account so that I can publish this book and give it out freely or, or nine ninety five or whatever, and we'll sell it. <laughs> Free or $10. <laughs> For a $10 donation. Either. Like the Harry Christians at the airport. For a $10 donation, I'll send you a book. And so this is going to be a church based upon the words and teachings of Jesus Christ. Hmm. 
And this is no troll. Great idea, Tony. I am exact. I am very serious. Now, once I get that part done, then I'm going to use the GoFundMe account to start a local church. But I think this. I think this. I think this appeals to a lot of the millennials that aren't going to church. They're tired of the hate. They're tired you know what, of the. You want to know what the the problem with, with, with your ideal here is? Yes. What I mean. And what is? I want to know. You just named a demographic. Okay. Your your, no, your flock has demographics, which tells it, it, me I'll, I'll, we we bring in everybody. But I think it'll appeal to a lot of people that don't go to church because they don't like the churches getting up and just preaching uh, against homosexuals. They don't like them getting up, and, and a lot of churches come back and say, "Well, that's the word of God." No, Jesus never spoke about homosexuals. Everything that you say is the word of God is what Paul wrote or what everybody else wrote. Ah, Paul. Can I ask you? It question? always comes back. If you read the words of Jesus, you can't argue with the words. Can I ask Jesus. a question just so that we we can be clear on on your credentials? Uh, because if I want to go to a church, I'm going to go to a church by a well-educated uh, <laughs> pastoral staff. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just curious, and, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could you please tell us which seminary you went to or, or where you, you got your uh, religious education from? In high school, I went to – I can't tell you the name of the school or that would – you went, you, you, you went, but to I a went to a Christian. I went to a private Christian high okay. school. I paid my own way, mopping floors okay, through that okay, Christian high good. school. Okay, but you went to that Christian high then school. Then I and went had on to college, class. and I took many, many classes in comparative religion and religious studies and religious philosophy. And what, what a degree did you uh, did you graduate with? From my degree, that university. Harlan will like this again with the he who is without sin part. You should <laughs> my, my, back off of that a little. My degree is actually in a business I'll, administration. I'll tell you right now, my damn degree is worthless. My business is in business administration, accounting, okay. and I also took a but minor not, in computers. But not religious. But the computers that I took are a lot different than the computers but today. there's not a religious. I took a lot of philosophy and a but, lot but of you, comparative but, religion. But there's nothing on your diplomas that says with a minor. In, I'm a minister of okay. the Greater Christian Harvest Church. And, and, now, whoa, 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 and I'm Christ, also. I mean, the Greater Christian Harvest Church. Now, now, where's this church located? It's online. It's in Delaware. It's in it's Delaware. Um, it's in, that's worry. where it's incorporated at. Yeah, this is where the business management thing comes in. So is is this a, a church with a physical building that you can attend? It will be with? once the GoFundMe account takes off. Yes. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the one in Delaware that you're the Harvest Life. Christian I've never been church. there. I don't know. Is the har- <laughs> <laughs> I was ordained online. So so you're an online ordained, ordained minister. Yeah, and I'm also the chaplain of the lodge. That was a troll. It's qualification just, enough for me. Just, just so you know, we put you there because we thought it would be funny. Um, <laughs> what is this? We? I was very genuine about having Tony sit there, and I was very genuine when I accepted the position. And I've tried to act chaplainly. I think I have. I, this is our fault because we put him there, and now it's went to his head. You let him marry you. He thinks he's a real damn preacher. Whenever he spent two minutes online, gave his credit card info. And got, you know, registered as clergy so he'd get the sticker and park up front at the hospital. Uh, I think that the chaplain is more qualified than most of the individuals that hold the degrees you're looking for. I'm a little upset that Jason thinks that somebody who has a degree in this quote-unquote type of education would be more qualified than Tony. I have taken classes at seminary, too, by the way, so... Which classes? For what reason? Through my Sunday school at my Southern Baptist Church that I attend regularly, they had college-level classes that were taught by an engineer that was 
No. I'm all for it, Tony. You see, the biggest part of, of maintaining a flock in a church is the pastoral care element of that. Being able to help people out of difficult situations, to advise them when they need it, and most importantly, being able, with just your words, to make heathens dance and tie themselves in knots in ways that nobody could ever understand. Okay. Let me just go ahead and, let me just Perfect. Go ahead and lay out what's happened for you guys. Because I, I don't think anybody's seen it. No, go ahead. Tony, mm-hmm. who's a troll, who went online mm-hmm. and got an online minister. Yeah, yeah. Who we then made chaplain mm-hmm. because most of us thought it would be funny. I'm not saying he's not a religious guy. He believes in Jesus and all that. I'm just saying. That's not why I did it. You, you, you don't speak for everybody in this lodge. It was part of the conversation and nobody disagreed. Then, <laughs> okay. then he runs for one of the county's beli- biggest political offices. So he's okay. a politician. Mm-hmm. Who some people have not such a good view of politicians. Fair. And that shyster position didn't really come to fruition for him. He didn't. He didn't get to fulfill that status. So now he's okay, looking but, to become a reverend. I'm going to go ahead and put it on the record that I think this time next year he's going to be op- uh, you know opening a car lot. I'm pretty sure this ain't going to work out either. This time next year he's going to be everybody come down to Tony's. You buy it, you drive it, pay here a lot. I've got every kind of car you imagine. You want a truck? I got you a truck. You need a work truck? I got Yugos. I got Fords. He'll have a GoFundMe account for his commercial for his car lot that's on the corner of, of like 7th and 8th down by all the strip clubs. I'm Tony the Chaplain. I'm the dealer for the people. <laughs> I'd give it away. Wife won't let me. Uh, this is not a troll. This is from the heart. I am truly in the process of writing this New Testament book. I'm not writing it. He's I'm writing taking... the New Testament. <laughs> He's divinely inspired. I am taking... Which is different from the other guys' how. I'm taking the no, words I'm just saying of Jesus. they're all shysters. This is what I'm saying. I, but I, like, I don't of, believe that anymore about the, him. But think about the correlation. Jesus says, how many Christians go around saying, I'm a Christian. Look at me. I'm a Christian. No. You can say whatever you want. They know you by your works. How much different is that from masonry? We can all go around saying, I'm a mason, I'm a mason. What are your works as a mason? That's how they should know that we're masons is by the works, by, by how we treat people, by what we do. There's a lot of correlation here. And if you go by the words of Jesus, you throw a lot of this other crap off to the side, which it's not going to be for very few people. This is a niche church because people like to hold on to their anger and their hate and their preconceived notions. You realize that the word for hell didn't even appear in the English language until the 700s? That's true. Look it up. The word for hell is actually a German word. 700, was there even people speaking English back then? 700 A.D., yeah. It's it's a Germanic word. Look it up. They were were making Stonehenge and shit. They weren't like the center of (laughs) civilization. In the 700s? You're talking Middle Age stuff. Yeah, I know. 
but but there's a lot of different things, and so I'll put my commentary like that in there as far as what Jesus was talking about was actually Gehino, which was a dump just outside the city of Jerusalem where they would burn their garbage and stuff like that. If you look at the original Greek translation, that's what he was referring to was a literal place where they dumped garbage and they burned it, and also they used to do baby sacrifices there and bodies that they didn't have a place of to bury. they were Jews. Because they were poor or whatever, they had no friends, they burned those bodies there in that dump. And so Jesus was saying to the Pharisees, hey, how do you expect to escape that? So when you know the background there, there there's a lot of difference. Um, I see an opening day at Tony's church stunt. I, like, I feel like this is going to happen. He's going to go up the road to the biggest mega church up the road here, to the big six flags under Jesus they got up the road. And he's going to walk in here and start turning over tables, inviting people to his church. No, 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 no. Money changers in I the was, temple. I was Tony? expecting more like he would parachute in. It's going to be that's, on. That's a stunt. Oh, that's good. Have a drone fly in, dropping pamphlets. This is basically. I gonna, just parachuted down from heaven. Let me tell you what Jesus got to say this week. We will have a physical location, but this is basically going to be a online, online church. An online. Can I be ordained for ninety nine ninety nine? N- n- yes. Um, <laughs> free copy of your book if I pay the uh, ordination fee. Copy. The the ordination requires you to sign the profession of faith. Yes. Uh, but it's going to be mainly online, and it's it's a church for people that don't want to go to church. So that, and I think most people so what you're saying, have a so what you're saying thirst is, for spirituality. When you open your church, you're still going to be able to come be on this show because this is happening while church is normally happening. Because that was the one bright side I'd seen in this whole I, thing. I, I, I can record that anytime. You're going to have this midnight church for the people that you know don't want to get up that early. No, you didn't hear. It's, a, an it's an online church. church. He's made a YouTube church. He's yeah, started a YouTube, YouTube church. Yeah, it's YouTube. Y'all laugh all you want, but there's a hunger for spirituality and for something out there, especially along the and all them the people got generation. money in their pockets. And how do we get it from them? No, it's not about money. So this is going to be a free. It's about spreading the word of Jesus you and Jesus' teaching, not not what man has turned Jesus into. You're not going to ask for donations. He's gonna he's gonna have that big balloon man out front with the big flipping <laughs> arms going around. Come on in, blow up gorilla on yeah, the roof. There you go. Yeah. Y'all laugh all you want, but I believe that this no, strikes, I to- a, nerve. This I strikes totally a nerve with see. me because I'm so tired of going to church and listening to two thirds of the church being how bad other people are. And thank God you're all in here. The problem is the where? second thing is the second thing is I don't like going to church because there's no such thing as going to church. In the Bible, Jesus says, you are my feet, you are my arms, you're my eyes. You are the church. So wherever you are, that's the church. When you go to church, you go to meeting. You're always at church. Tony, can I ask you a question? And I'm serious about this. Y'all, we're all laughing and joking. I'm extremely serious about this. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I can't tell, is he? I, I, think, no, I, I, I think the problem is... To be fair, he says the same thing when he's not. Sorry. That's right. I, I think the problem is the brick and mortar church is the problem because if you listen to anybody who's ever been in the penitentiary, they always found Jesus there. That's where he's at. Mm-hmm. I think you need to have the church in the I, penitentiary because that's that's where everybody finds Jesus is in prison. They also that? they also love their wife more than any other woman on the planet when they're locked up too. Yeah. I've noticed. But you ever they, notice that they you know, find Jesus I, and love I was their in wife. prison, and that's where I found Jesus. You don't go where Jesus is. Jesus comes where you're at. And so you're always at church. There is no, you know, and sometimes when you're in penitentiary, these are the people that, through whatever reason, uh, you know, they've been forgotten by our society. Lawyer screwed me. Could be a lawyer screwed them. It could be they really did something bad and they're repentant. You go where the people are. And YouTube 
internet is everywhere. Now, you're not allowed to have YouTube in, in the penitentiary. Are you going to go there and preach to them? They get person? internet in the penitentiary. They can't watch YouTube. I don't think it's blocked. They get cable, don't they? That's phase two, Tony. That's phase two. <laughs> you all will see when the book comes out. So. Can I get the audio version? Because I don't like to read books. Rather, yeah, I, I, you know, that's it. a good idea. I could do an audio version. That may be slightly more expensive. <laughs> hey, Tony, if you need to record that audio version, I know some gentlemen that have some excellent studio equipment. They will only charge you $400. <laughs> anyway, y'all can poo-poo it all you want, but I believe there is a hunger and a thirst for... An online church. For these... For the type of church that's a Jesus-based church of Jesus's teachings, are you talking about the ancient biblical Jesus or that dude we know from Mexico? Because um, he said some good shit too. I'm talking about the actual Jesus that walked the earth two thousand. Oh, his years name's ago. actually Jesus. I've seen his birthday. His name's really Jesus. Two thousand years ago. Jesus. I'm pronounce it wrong. I get it, but still. So. Um, but when I when I put this together, I think a lot of people will, because it's a it's a uh, it's a realistic take on the way things actually were, and we twisted them around so that we can use religion to go to war. No, have you? We twisted around so we can use religion to hate people that aren't as good as us. And I think sure that's, that's wrong. been the underlying yeah. purpose of religion since its inception. Right. So here's my question: um, Have you secured funding at all for your SEO? action you're going to have to where, where are you going to spread the word about this church you're just going to throw it on the internet on geo cities and say it's up well i'm starting with the after lodge it. i'm starting with the after lodge podcast yeah you heard it here first you heard it here first i'm if, using if i'm using this podcast tell a friend wrong and then all those we heard it here friend. first i'm cutting all this <laughs> <laughs> watch the edits <laughs> uh I'm totally serious about this. You heard it here first. and But then I, I think word will spread. You know that when the fastest growing time of Christianity was, was in the early church? And these were martyrs. These were people that wouldn't lift a hand to defend themselves. They were true Christians. They were pacifists, uh, and they they followed the actual teachings of Christ yeah. before they were twisted those, and corrupted. Those Christians you're referring to have all been dead for a long time. They yeah. were killed by the other ones <laughs> who set up shop. In, in Rome and uh, you all think I'm laughing uh, I'm teasing about this I'm really not and oh, I, I think you're laughing I think and, you're laughing all the way to the bank and I'm just not I exactly fully, sure where the money's coming I from yet but it's coming that once this gets out once the book is published once I really once it starts to take off if it starts to take off which I believe it, it will and God didn't tell me that but he has placed a burden on my heart how did that sound did that not sound good? But that's the truth. If you could do it without the smirk afterwards, it'd be, yeah. it'd be a little <laughs> But he has placed convincing. a burden on my heart. Because that sounds so contrived, because you hear that type of stuff all the time. But he has placed a burden on my heart. And so I think when this takes off, I fully expect death threats and my house to be blown up by organized religion that doesn't like what's being taught, which is actually the Word of God, the Word of Jesus. I'll show you how to set up a... Uh a subreddit, Tony. You can start getting some followers. You may there. end up being the feature of the next Bill Schnobeling video. I just, I, <laughs> hey, hey, I, it worked for Scientology. I mean, it would have to go viral. Is the thing for like organized religion to even care? I, I mean, you're just gonna have to get extremely lucky for your church. Luck has nothing to, to do well with it. well known enough where, if, where the Pope's driving by your house firebombing it. Right. You are looking at it from an earthly term, tone. I'm looking at it from if God ordains it, oh, I if God supports you got, you got the it, it'll take of God off. behind you. I don't have the It's an army you of one. Do no wrong. 
But different people I talk to individually outside of this podcast, because you guys are actually the trolls. I'm I'm the poor, pitiful guy that gets. I'm the martyr. Um, when I talk to people he outside, he, he said he that was a me complete for like forty five minutes straight. I was with him. Up till that part. We're the trolls. No. no. I, got, I got a feeling Tony's going to come in here one day when while I'm, we're on air and just shoot us. When I'm out talking, I hear this over and over again, this type when of mentality. At, when you're out with the common folk talking about their spiritual needs, filling out your demographic forms, would you mind taking this survey to see what kind of church you'd like to be a member of? And if anybody's currently serving your religious needs? If you're if you're if you're already a member of a church now and you enjoy it, stay there. Doesn't keep you from watching my webinar, but you can uh, stay where you're at now. But I'm for the people that that don't like church, but they feel like they're missing something. I need one of those like local TV station things that they play after the 40 minute infomercial. Da-da-da-da, paid advertisement. The preceding has been a paid advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for allowing me to use your show <laughs> to launch mm. my church. That's exactly how it feels. A little used. It's all good. I like how he doesn't bring up it's an online church to like 20 minutes <laughs> into his speech. Wish you the best, Tony. I kind of uh, like no, no, wish he had done this news at the beginning of the show instead of now. I feel like this is about a three-hour show. There would have been show. no is show. That, is that how we're running hard? We would, have not, I, uh, we would have not hit anything on the board. Cause I'm looking for deacons, and that's the main reason I brought it up to you guys. <sighs> okay, you all know it's a sham when he comes in here and says he's looking for deacons, hey. and he looks at me. <coughs> I was thinking hey. more along the lines of Harlan and Bruce. I know. I know. <laughs> you I know, have, you, you that's have two good church. deacons. That's not really going to. He's a Jew. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus was a Jew. But he don't believe he was the Messiah. He's a Jew, Tony. But I need his Hebrew knowledge. <laughs> and you got it. I'll help you out, but I no, can't. I'm, I'm serious. I need your Hebrew knowledge. I, I would be happy to help you, but I, I can't uh, I can't lend myself as your senior or junior deacon. But, no, I mean, I'm, I'm always here to help. Okay. You all missed it. I know two good deacons. Here's my question. If this takes off, I right? made the same joke. Nobody got it either. Oh. Okay. If you if you if if this takes off and and you're now like living in a in a Pat Robertson style mansion, that won't happen up on the hill with your foo foo dogs and your golden furniture. Because mm-hmm. you're you've got this new idea where you're not you know people don't want to go to church, Harley. People don't go want to go to church. So what we're going to do is we're going to put the church on the internet. We're going to put it on the YouTube. And 15 years ago, people don't want to go to church. So what we're going to do is we're going to put it on the television on Sunday morning. That way you can watch it in your pajamas. But here's my question. When you start rolling in, you're living in this... Is After Lodge... Because this is the important part. Quit breathing on the mic. Is After Lodge going to gonna gonna get a, a taste? A kickback? Are you going to buy some new equipment, maybe? Considering no. all you've done no. for the last half hour is make fun of his idea, <laughs> I, that would have to be a no. No, but I, I would say the Red Letter Church would be a sponsor of the After Lodge broadcast. Because the people that you're reaching are the same people I want to reach. Hmm. So the unwashed masses. The hmm. unwashed masses. Interesting. Got it. I, I'm not he just, going. He just called our audience the Galileans. Too, is, huh? is what you I, did. I'm not going after all the holier than thou religious folks. All of you folks out in Galilee. That's. Uh, Does anything that's, good come out of Galilee? No. One thing did. No. Corporate company. It was. <laughs> it was the Israeli it's, equivalent it's of Alabama. Company. Anyway, that's my big news. I'm serious, uh, and uh, you'll be hearing more about this later. Now on, before we uh, announce any more money-making ventures on this show, can we have a little show meeting prior to 
decide whether or not this is something After Lodge wants to endorse or not? No. Okay. <laughs> Just make sure. <laughs> I think I have Harlan's support. I think I have Bruce's support. Not, no. You're the only one that gets scared when you start talking about religion. You're like, oh. He's, he's a little uppity. But, but the thing about uppity. it is, is uppity. I'm talking about the teachings of Christ are things that you even buy into. So. I don't know about that. I ain't never washed a horse feet. Do you th- uh, do you think? That, I mean, there's uh, some girls I called whores. <laughs> do you think? But I never actually to, paid them. Do you think you ought to watch out for your fellow man? You think you ought to help your fellow man? Nah. What about love your enemies? No. No. Burn my enemies. Do you know what love means? <laughs> I mean, you know that I hold grudges for like. If you're about to say decades. the word agape. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay away from agape, phallos, and arrows. That's a special kind of love, agape. In Corinthians 1, 13. Stretch it out. Jesus tells you what love is, but every... Okay, I, I, we're going hey, long. miss mine too. I don't want to hear it. Love is not an emotion. Love is a behavior. Love, love is, is patience. patience. Love, love is, is kind. kind. Love is long. See, I've been to a wedding before, Tony. But when you look at all those things, if you look at it and take away all the Western cultures... <laughs> culture things about it it's behaviors so you can not like somebody but you can still show them kindness you can still show them respect whether you like that person or not and so when y'all you look at it that way we, it's easy to love your y'all enemy y'all remember when we fake smoked a water bong on this show at the end y'all remember when that happened <laughs> just curious anyway to be continued I'm out oh and then he turns off his mic and drops it and he dropped. He the, had the courtesy not to drop. It. Well, he he's, almost did. He these was acting a fool, and then it, it fell to the ground. He grabbed it by the cable. So uh, we've invested a lot of our own dollars into this here endeavor with no GoFundMe. No GoFundMe. I don't know. If I thought books. it would work, I might be open to this. Could you please shut it down, please? I don't know. Half sack. Yes. Pleasure having you here on the show. Honor. Yeah, glad you could make it out. Don't be a stranger. You got any uh, parting words for the Galileans out in the audience? Um, yeah, I do. Keep the dirty side down and the clean side up. Nice. Anybody else? As you're driving down the road, just keep it between the ditches. All righty then. <laughs> a lot of solid advice at the end of this show here. There is. Well, if you stuck it out this long, we thought we should... Yeah, give you something to leave with. You. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this has been episode 87 of the After Lodge podcast, brought to you from the smoke-filled back room of a local lodge in the foothills of a town near you. You can find the show notes for this or any other previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can shoot us an email at afterlodge@gmail.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter under After Lodge. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. You know when you know whenever he gets arrested, we're gonna get rolled up in this. He just made us complicit. <laughs> Rico, Rico, and of course the best place to find us as always is on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. If you're not on Reddit by now, you're doing it wrong. Get on the Reddits. So until next week, brothers, may the sun shine on your face and the wind be at your back. Later.
Good luck. 